Hey Leadheads, Left Hand here. I'd like to welcome you guys into the 2017 season of the Talking Lead Show. This is our fourth year and man, we couldn't have done it without you guys. Thank you Leadheads for all the support over the past four years. We really appreciate it, and to show you how much we appreciate it, we are going to kick off this 2017 season with a huge interview. We're going to have Matt Reynolds. He is the owner of Starting Strength Online Coaching. Matt uh, has nearly 20 years' experience competing in strength sports and coaching barbell-based strength and conditioning. Uh, he was uh, part of the strongman circuit guys ever watch that on tv where they're flipping the tires and doing all kinds of crazy hulk type exercises uh, matt you probably saw matt on that show several times uh, but he's traveled all over the world coaching teaching he's written many articles guys check them out at startingstrengthonlinecoaching.com we did this interview in camden tennessee at tactical response so of course as you can expect the mfceo James Yeager joins us on the show. Ben Mookie Thomas with Spikes Tactical joins us. And uh, we did a collaboration with our good buddies at Student of the Gun. Paul and Jared Markle were there. And we actually did our first live show and our first Facebook live show with those guys, Student of the Gun. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. Uh, Curtis... From VSO Gun Channel joins us. Uh, the Functional Gentleman joins us. If you guys haven't heard of him, make sure you check him out. Uh, he's got a great YouTube channel. Aaron with Exit Strategy Bracelets also joins us. Uh, he makes a cool bracelet, a survival bracelet that has like a titanium saw and uh, like a hideaway um, handcuff key in it. Uh, so make sure you check out Aaron's Exit Strategy Bracelets. And several of the people from the class uh, jumped in and joined us. We got to, to talk with them too, but it was just a, a great time. We did it in the team room, like I said, there at Tactical Response. And uh, it's a long interview, so you guys are going to want to probably break it up in maybe two or three different segments. Get your notepads, your pencils. You want to get stronger, so you're harder to kill. This is the class you need to take. You go to Tactical Response. Uh, go to tacticalresponse.com and sign up for the next course. It's called Fight Strong, and it's, uh, it's a great course. I learned a lot, things that I've been doing wrong for many, many years in my weightlifting. Uh, Matt corrected those. I'm on the path to a stronger, better, healthier me and harder to kill me. So uh, you guys enjoy the show. And just another quick warning, I did not edit any of the, the language, so there's some uh, F-bombs and you know, wordy dirds in here. So if your kids are listening, you probably want to monitor that. Uh, but it, it's chock full of great information that you're not going to want to miss. Tune in, enjoy the show, and our next episodes, more than likely, we're going to be at SHOT Show. So tons of great interviews we've got lined up for SHOT Show. So you guys want to make sure that you don't miss any of those coming up here in the next few weeks.
All right, lead heads. Welcome back to not only the new episode of Talking Lead, but the new year itself, 2017. Welcome to the Nordic Components Talking Lead Podcast, episode 183, ladies and gentlemen. No way. Is that true? <laughs> That's true. We're 183. And we are at none other than Camden, Tennessee, and yes, tactical response. And we're here for a special class held by this gentleman right here, Mr. Matt Reynolds. Yeah. And we're joined by none other than Mr. Paul Markle himself. That's me. Preacher, Preacher Paul. And Ben <laughs> Mookie. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? Good Hi, good. everybody. And in case people don't know Ben, he's with Spikes. Spikes Tactical. Spikes Tactical. Spikes Tactical. Yeah. Plug. I made it 10 seconds. Maker of the Crusader. Crusader rifle. Available Crusader at rifle. gun stores everywhere. Lifetime warranty. Just contact me. Just There's ask him. He'll There's tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we're here, we're here to get strong. Yeah. We are. The next couple of days. Uh, this is day one. We just wrapped up day one. Had a nice dinner uh, over at Smarts, I think it was called. Smarters. Smarters. Smart. Smarters. The best restaurant in Camden, Tennessee, by my estimation. Been eating here eight, nine, ten years. And that's the best one so far? Absolutely. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I had a nice, nice steak. That, right. that would have been a decent meal if that in li- any town. Yeah, they need a liquor license. Yeah. With some beer. Y- yes. Some scotch. But we're taking care of that here with a nice bottle of uh, long-haired Jim. Long-haired Jim. <laughs> and what, what's interesting about this bottle is that it's commemorating the 20th anniversary of XS Big Dot Sites. It's a Big Dot um, whiskey. You know, they're a great company. Also out of Texas, right? Yeah. Fort Worth. Yep. yep. There yeah, they bought a, I think they bought a barrel. Big Dot did and sent that to Jaeger. So, yeah. Matt, you are you are new to our audience. Yeah. Why don't you... Uh, Tell our audience, the Leadheads, a little bit about Matt Reynolds sure. and uh, what you're doing here with the uh, Fighting Strong sure. class. Fight Strong. Yeah. Fight Strong? Well, thanks Fight for having strong. me. Yeah, either one's fine. Yeah, so... Uh, they both work, right? They both work. Yeah, man, I got into uh, to strength training in the late 90s. I was a, a pretty average athlete in high school and uh, very competitive, but not uh, not good enough to play anything in, in college, unfortunately. So, you and me uh, both. Yeah, so I needed an, an outlet for that, so... I discovered uh, weightlifting, strength training uh, in high school. Junior, senior year of high school was was actually fairly average at that as, as well. Probably a little better than I was at basketball and baseball and those sports I played. So um, I discovered in 1999 a sport called powerlifting, which is a sport that rewards eating and lifting, <laughs> which is different. <laughs> Not necessarily healthy eating. But <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, I uh, actually wrote an article a couple years ago called Eating Through the Sticking Points, which is when uh, when I graduated high school, I weighed 155 pounds. When I got married in 2000, I weighed 170. Wow. I'm 285-ish. Yeah. Now. You're a big boy now. <laughs> so it's, it was on purpose, and I'm actually coming back down. So, so yeah, I uh, discovered the sport of powerlifting, which rewarded eating and lifting and getting strong. And so I uh, poured myself into that sport, um, started competing, did my first competition by the year 2000 or 2001, um, I totaled a lead or the kind of the top level certification of powerlifting. By 2003, started to pursue strongman, like you've seen the world's strongest man in right. 2005. Now, to achieve the elite level uh, in that sport, I mean, sure. that's... Yeah, it's pretty good numbers. I, 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 at that time, I think the first time I elite, just like it says. Yeah, there's there's weight classes there. I competed in the 242 weight class, and that's a, it's a weird number because it it's a uh, it's kilos. Or so I think it's 110 kilo class, mm-hmm. and I th- I think that's somewhere. Yeah, I know the Europeans. 
French use that, and they sit down to, yeah. to pee, man. I mean, <laughs> we stand up to pee, so you use imperial system. That's there the way this works, That's right? right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, 242 class, I, somewhere elite was somewhere in the ballpark. Of, I had a, a 750 squat, a 5, maybe 70, 565 bench press. Damn. And uh, That's kilos, too. <laughs> no, it's not kilos. <laughs> and this, maybe a seven hundred five deadlift somewhere in there. So that 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 got me to elite, um, and and I loved it. It was fun, but uh, the only thing about powerlifting was it was the same three lifts every single time I competed. And so at some point, I wanted a little variation. So in two thousand five, I turned my attention to, to strongman, like you see, strongman, world, yeah, yeah world strongest man on TV. And uh, you know, your listeners are probably they probably know Bill Kazmaier and seeing some of that old stuff on ESPN running at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So did that, and uh, was Franco Colombo is yeah the, Franco the, Franco carrying the giant boulders, you know. He's remember a the one pulling pulling tractors. Do you remember the one where he had the refrigerator on yeah. his back, broke his, his leg, knee. broke it, snapped his, his, knee. his knee. You're yeah. talking about Franco Colombo, yeah, the yeah, the little short Arnold's, guy like your Arnold's size. friend. Yo, yeah, he's a chiropractor. Yeah, you know, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the most loyal friend. He that dude barely passed the test to become a chiropractor. He's like renowned for barely having pet he made him in charge of board certification for the state of california That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> oh you're going to hell for that one Pays so, to have friends right no shit dude yeah. you so, know he's in terminator the original franco yep he is you know there's a flashback scene when the terminators bust in the dogs go yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he right. comes in and there's a dude with a red eye that's franco yeah, 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 that's yeah. again other... hooking him up yeah uh, that's right I, f- I forgot about that i knew you remind me a... of franco colombo six only six, six just like only several of like them on top of each other five, two or something <laughs> we know the story yeah, but the way he's built you know they, they they made a ton of money together in in real estate commercial real estate yes. so they basically they 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 started buying apartment buildings Th- that were, okay that is if he's ever in a white bronco <laughs> franco colombo's driving yeah sure <laughs> or, vi- or vice versa or vice versa yeah, yeah. no i agree oj simpson uh formally charged today with two counts of murder he was supposed to surrender at 11 o'clock today uh, basically, his attorney turned his back, and O.J. managed to get out, get away. Get away, apparently, with his good friend, uh, Al Cowlings. Now, we have a little bit of an update. This is off the Associated Press wire, or excuse me, the Reuters wire. According to a, someone who is monitoring police scanners, the man in the car says he would not give himself up. He's in the back of the vehicle. He has a gun to his head, and he says he will hurt himself. He is demanding to be taken to his mother. Now, that... Apparently, is information off a police scanner, according to the Reuters newswire. We continue to watch from Sky 11, this 1993 Ford Bronco. We do know that this is the vehicle that belongs to Al Cowlings, former pro football player himself, a longtime friend of O.J. Simpson. No yeah, so I, I got into strongman, and uh, actually was probably the best the best sport I ever, I ever was a part of. I was I was naturally relatively good at that, and actually won my my pro card in strongman. Of the year 2006, so in just a year of, of competing in that one, my pro card. I think at the time there were there were two new pros in the U.S. per year, and so I actually won my pro card with Brian Shaw that year, who is the current reigning world strongest man, good buddy of mine. He go. is uh, to good put company. things into perspective. He's he's six eight or six nine and 440 Dang. pounds. Is the largest human being you've ever seen. Holy crap! So anyway, I I, no I did uh, I did strongman competed in that it was that was a blast, and so uh, and and had started to coach some. Um, you know, I was married and had, had my first kid in 2005 and uh, opened a gym in 2008 with really no delusions of grandeur. I just didn't think a kind of a hardcore powerlifting strongman gym could make it, um, but was also a teacher. I was a public school teacher. I taught industrial technology and 
Admirable. Well, yeah, I, it was fun. Uh, actually, li- like the kids and, and the politics and stuff was not as good. So, uh, so I, I really started pushing on the gym and, and trying to get the gym to grow. And so by 2013, we had become the largest strength gym in the country in Springfield, Missouri. I'm from Springfield, Missouri. So it's a town of about uh, just under 200,000 people and about a million in the metro, just under a million in the metro. It was a good-sized town. Good it was, size, yeah. It's the right-sized town for what we did. So, you know, if you think about uh, there were no competitors for what we did in that town. I was, I had, I, my final, uh, the gym was in a, in a downtown retail hub, one of these kind of gentrified downtowns. We'd bought 15,000 square foot location and, and grown it. And we were able to, to break into the market of business professionals and soccer moms. And so we trained business professionals and soccer moms like powerlifters and strongmen. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And so the building was nice. It was a, you know, a new, super nice building, super clean, great service. And so I got into that. And, and my coaching kind of prowess continued to grow because of the accolades we received from being one of the largest gyms in the country. So sold, right. sold that gym, uh, in December of last year and started full time online coaching. So I've been doing online coaching since the late nineties, started doing that and that grew. Um, so we, yeah, we just traded out Mookie for. For Jaeger, so, yeah. Mookie just gave his gave his seat up for Jaeger. <laughs> Traded out one celebrity for another. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> just told him it's, it's okay. Like it's radio. You can do anything. No, you are we, on, we're, we're, we're on Facebook, Facebook live. Actually, here. we're live right we're there. We're live on hey, Facebook here. Live everybody. Hey, hey. Studio of the gun crowd. Word. <laughs> Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. Can you see it? Yeah. So uh, start, start so sold that. What am I drinking? Sold that, and I started uh, <laughs> the Big Dot Whiskey, or the San Pellegrino from, from Mookie. So bubbly water. So, yeah, I, I sold that in uh, the December of last year. And, uh, at the same time, while all the business stuff was going on, I, I was, I started to grow a seminar business. So I, I did seminars since 2000, early 2010 with Mark Ripito mm-hmm. and starting strength. And that's where I met Jaeger. Um, probably when we meet 2012 ish, somewhere in there, Jaeger came and attended a seminar, just, just a paying customer in one of our seminars learning. He, he had just gone <laughs> through the people that are familiar with him. He had gone through a massive weight loss and it was in good shape, but wasn't strong. And was looking to get strong. So I was really strong. Just you by were way. not really strong. <laughs> so unnaturally strong, right? So for for your listeners that don't know, starting strength and Mark Ripito. Mark Ripito is is pretty much in the fitness industry known as the maybe the greatest strength coach of all time, and certainly the most well known strength coach alive today. Uh, he wrote a book called Starting Strength, which was really a, a massive kind of seminal uh, context on on uh, barbell training. And so Jaeger uh, takes my takes my my seminar and and he's great he's great at seminar. he comes in and says hey i don't know i don't know what i'm doing which is great I, you know it's a blank slate comes in and says hey you teach me and i have him on the platform for the power clean which 
which is a tough Jaeger lift. willing to learn something? He's new. willing to learn. He's he, a good dude. He told Damn. me. He told me I was physically retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag allegedly. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so for people in the fitness industry, Mark Ripto is extremely well known. And so Jaeger comes up to me and he says, uh, after I've, I get down on the platform with him, he says, "Hey, do you shoot? Do, do I shoot what?" <laughs> guns and he said yeah I do said, i shoot up what are you accusing me of man Come so on. i said yeah i mean not i wasn't i wasn't raised around guns but I, I just bought my first gun and he said uh, he tells the story he says what what gun did you buy and of course he's thinking in his head like oh my god what's he what's he gonna say what's he gonna say <laughs> right and so i said well, i bought a glock 19 he's like oh my god great you know great gun it's a great <laughs> starter gun he's like we were <laughs> buddies. oh buddies. man i don't have to diss this guy we're gonna and, be friends now and then he says well i just want to i just want you to know that i'm the mark ripito of of shooting I'm the Mark Ripto of firearms. And I said, what an arrogant piece of shit. <laughs> and he handed me a business card that said MFCEO. You know, we teach good people how to kill bad people. Your statement even I was more like, now, who right? is this guy? So he says, uh, he says, do you have a, a holster and a belt? And I said, no, nah, you know, I, I keep it in one of those little $4 bags from Bass Pro Shops in the side of my car. And he, oh, I've got to send you, I'll send you a holster, I'll send you a holster. So, uh, you know, people promise this kind of stuff all the time at these seminars. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm yeah, never whatever. gonna hear from him again. I get home, uh, fly home from Atlanta, and I've got an email, and it says, "Hey, this, you know, hey, this is James Jager. Thanks so much for the class. Was awesome. I learned so much. You know, thank you for being cool and working with me, and being patient. Uh, watch this video on holsters, and uh, and I'll send you. You pick whatever holster you want. I'll send you a holster. And so. I think who would make a video on holster? That sounds like an incredibly boring thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pull it up, and there's like four hundred thousand views on this video. On I'm like, God damn, this guy is the Mark. <laughs> 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 who is this guy? How could you make a video that if boring? Only you had your smartphone. <laughs> I know, and have that many people watch a boring video. So, so we struck up a friendship and started working with him and, and coming down here. And so, uh, I took training from him. I've taken the way of the pistol and, and done a bunch of training with him on the firearm side, the fight side, medical stuff. And and uh, he's done a bunch of my stuff. He started to send Heather his, his daughter to me, and and we did. She's done some of our seminars, and right. and so we struck up a friendship. So I think this is the fit, maybe the fifth fight strong or fourth or fifth fight strong that we've done. So we, we started to put together this idea, you know, for me, I realized several years ago that, that for me to be harder to kill, I, I really had the physical aspect of that field. I was strong. I was in great shape. Um, but, but I you do make a big target, but I make a big target <laughs> and I didn't know what I needed to know about your world. And, uh, and so I started to get training from Jaeger and, uh, but he realized the same thing, especially for his guys and for his audience. And so, um, you know, he preaches mindset first and, and certainly, you know, and gear last. And, uh, and that struck a chord with me. And so we started to say, look, you know, there are a lot of people out there that spend a lot of money on gear and, and even may spend a lot of time training this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside of that are, are really sedentary kind of fat slobs right. and, uh, and they're not hard to kill and that. And they refuse to admit that this is the weak link in their chain. And so, so we started doing Fight Strong, which is just a very basic class on how to get strong, how to get in shape, how to eat, how to program, um, so that you can be harder to kill. Right. And it's been very, it's been very successful. If, if I could jump in there, basically, Absolutely. basically, when I went to the starting strength class, I was looking for Fight Strong, and I, and meaning that I was looking for like a user level, I was looking for like a user level, you know, class on how to do it. And Fight Strong is like a collegiate physics anatomy class starting straight sorry 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 sorry. it was just too much and uh so this class was 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 for the is you know we came up with it for the caveman and um and you know i tell people about 
about shooting. Like shooting is simple. It's not easy. Well, the same thing it could be said about strength. It's not, Absolutely. it's not, it's, it's, not, it's simple getting strong. Yep. It's just not easy. Yeah. yeah. And, and doing it right. Sure. You know, that's the thing that I discovered, you know, the first day here is that for, you know, the past 35 years, I've been doing it wrong. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. And, and a minute ago, uh, I was further away from the microphone. They moved the microphone closer to me. <laughs> and I do that on my YouTube videos to make people mad. I, I have the sound variances on there, so they have to turn it up. And I fix well, you your microphone. I just do it. I just really do well, it. Well, our lead heads are used to, to me jacking <laughs> up the audio anyway. So. <laughs> can, I, can I interrupt real quick? Absolutely. What oh, do you, uh, Mookie brings so, gifts. So check this out. Uh, technical response uh, attracts a lot of very interesting people. Today in our class, we had a... An optometrist, a pharmacist, a chemical engineer, but I just found a motherfucker who works for Carl's that uh, chocolate company, Russell Stover. Uh, Russell, Russell Stover? fucking Stover, man. He's God here? bless you. He's, yeah, he's here? I, I was walking around while you guys were talking. Here. I said, "Hey, does anyone have any M and M's? I'm fiending." <laughs> he goes, "I work for a Russell fucking <laughs> Stover." <laughs> he went into his car, but uh, I got like 900 chocolates in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your Russell Stover. <laughs> He's like the devil, man. Your Russell like, fucking Stover. Uh, uh, Russell Stover is a uh, American-owned company. All of our chocolates <laughs> make here in the United States. Um, <laughs> which just works perfect with our workout, right? Holy yeah, crap. Yeah. We, we burned uh, calories today, so we earned it. We didn't get into the nutrition part yet, so this doesn't no, count. tomorrow. Uh, with Valentine's coming up, we are 68% of the box heart chocolate in America. We, okay, enough about Russell Stover. Okay, okay. <laughs> what's, what's your name? Uh, Scott Bentley. Scott, and you're here for the uh, fighting rifle, the fighting rifle class. Yes. Yeah, which that's not what we're talking about today, but we will talk but. about that soon. Roger that. So how you how you like the fighting rifle, real quick? It is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Learn cool. a lot. What one hey, thing you learned you. today? I'm sorry, sir. One thing you learned today. One thing I learned today is when you're uh, coming up on target and your uh, finger is off the trigger, touch then squeeze instead of just trying to pull that thing straight back because mm-hmm. you so you got the word go. You know you don't necessarily shoot at that word. Yeah. Get everything. If you could up. see his head shaking right now. Oh, okay. oh he's into it, man. Oh, he man. learned yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I learned this today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it just makes Facebook me a better. Live can see it. it. To me, it, all this stuff makes me a better person. Makes me a better father. Uh, better provider for my family. Right on, man. So, uh, right on. That's why I love this place. Thank you for the chocolate. Oh no problem, man. I came here for fighting pistol in uh, October yes. and told people that they're like, why don't you? I was like, I didn't think a bunch of dudes wanted chocolate. Hey, Apparently, you know, <laughs> chocolate's always a hit, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, this one. Well, cool beans. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, man. All right, All right brother. Hey, you're awesome. Thank you. All right, so mm-hmm. let's get back to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fight strong. Let Let's do. Who does, so, who has less candy in their mouth right now? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, Mookie has less. I, candy. I have less, so I'll talk. And then we'll get to Mookie. Uh, it ain't gonna get to Mookie. So you and Jaeger got together. You guys met uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You've done mm-hmm. five of these courses. Uh, just give us a, a high level because we want people to actually go and sure. and sign up for these courses. But give us a high level what uh, you know what the course encompasses. Yeah. So um, I I want to give you the biggest bang for your buck so that you can accomplish the most you can possibly accomplish in the shortest amount of time. So we focus on how to get strong using the basic barbell lifts like the squat, the deadlift, the bench press, and the press. We look at the biggest lifts with the most compound, you know, the biggest compound movements the ones that make you the strongest, the fastest. We teach you how to do those exactly right. I'm, I'm a huge form Nazi. And so we walk through exactly how to do this correct. It's not, hey, do the squat. It's there are an infinite number of ways you can squat, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to do the squat. Different variations on the squat. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that when you do you one, can, this is how you This is the right way to do, do a squat. Yeah. 
this which I've been to, doing wrong for 35 years. Yeah, this is the way to take guilting. This is the way to take the pressure off your knees. Um, you know, here, here's the problem: we see people all the time, even in this, in, even in this kind of tactical world, who really are probably mentally tough guys, but for whatever reason in the physical world, they go, "Oh, I can't do this because this." I can't squat or I can't do this because I've got bad knees or I can't squat or deadlift because I've got a bad back. And so we show you like, actually, you can do those things. And if you have a bad back, doing nothing on your back, Mookie, Stop it's so loud the with the Russell Stover candy. Mookie's tearing into that candy. <laughs> it's just like a, it's like a rabid dog on that thing. I, what's a Roman nougat? <laughs> I, I think it's something that they had in their bathrooms. In the bath, the bathhouses. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, we, we, we go over these these issues and say, look, if you if you have a bad back and you do nothing on it, it's going to become more vulnerable and more vulnerable to injury. And if we teach you how to do it right and mm-hmm. get strong that way, then we're going to make your back strong and less vulnerable to injury. So, uh, man, we, we've worked with people who have all sorts of injuries. We've worked with people who have knee replacements and hip replacements and disc fusions in their back and herniated disc and just, you know, all sorts of stuff. I've got a guy with polio that has use of one arm. And, and these guys don't make excuses. We had we had Nate today who did it with an ileostomy I, bag. I like the, the story you told us about the lady. Yeah, I've got a, one of my favorite clients is, a, is an 82-year-old. This is amazing. She plays a pipe organ for her church, like one of those million-dollar pipe organs. You know, that's, she's, <laughs> yeah. a, she's a, literally a church organist at a big Methodist church. And she had never stepped in a gym in her life. I'd actually trained her son. Uh, he had come in to visit her for Christmas. She lives in my town. He had come in from... Colorado visitor for Christmas several times and 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 gotten coaching from me and wanted me to work with her and she had never been in a gym she had never done anything physical in her life um, she was a widow she had lost her husband seven or eight years ago he's a psychiatrist and so she lived in a big house she had been upstairs in a couple of years she was having trouble getting in and out of her car mm-hmm. um, you know her entire all of her kids lived in the Pacific Northwest and so she was really on a fast track to to a nursing home mm-hmm. And so we finally, uh, we got together and I started, I went over to her house the first time. She'd never been in a gym in her life. So was, she, her son tell you about? Yeah. So he, he kind of put us together and we emailed okay. back and forth and she was really sweet. And that was said, smart hey. of him to do that. He was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I said, her name is Sybil. She's great. Hey, Sybil. And, uh, <laughs> oh, she, just, we, we cursed too much on this. Oh, yeah. She, I listen to so she, uh, so I, I went, <laughs> I went to her house and she made me coffee and biscotti. We're like dipping biscotti in the coffee. You nice. Know? And I taught her how to squat to her to her dining room chair all by herself. And this lady is 82 years old. She, uh, she's had double hip replacements. Oh my gosh. One knee replacement. Uh, all of, all of her discs in her back have been fused together. That's the fire alarm. Oh, fire, fire, fire. Must be Mookie. Yeah. You're setting off the fire alarm. (laughs) She's had an inch cut off of one of her Achilles tendons. Uh, and she's a disaster, (laughs) you know, and she squats and deadlifts and bench presses and presses. And she's 82 years old. And wow. so la- last week. So what's week- your excuse? Yeah. So week before last, she deadlifted 140 pounds for a set of five at 82. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm, my what does inst- this lady weigh? Oh, not very much. I mean, she's she's a small, little, frail old lady. That's right. what she is, right? So I, 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 I certainly never asked her what she weighs. I don't, I don't well, know. What she weighs, but <laughs> yeah, she's a normal know. size. Totally. She's not overweight. She's she like 5'4". Yeah. 5'4", yeah. you know, and she's she's got a kyphotic curve. You know, she's got that kind of hunchback thing going, 82 years old. And right. so. Um, she, man, she's great. And so, uh, she's, she's been incredible. She's, she just sticks with the program and does this stuff works whether you're 13 years old or and 82. It's not too late. No, it's not too late. She, she, didn't, start. Never too she late. didn't start. She started this, uh, a month before her 80th birthday. So 
when she was 79 the first time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And here, what's amazing is she goes upstairs all the time now. She has, she has guests over to her house and keeps them upstairs, cleans the upstairs. She told me the other day she got under her bed and got boxes out she hadn't had out in six or seven years. Right. She got in her, she has a big whirlpool bathtub in her bathroom and got in that and laid in. She's 82 years old and, you know, she gets in and out of her car. She actually bought a sports car about six months ago. <laughs> It's a lower her. little coupe that she got into because she, she can get bet. into it now, right? That's awesome. So it's uh, people don't so realize, like, out of it, yeah. yeah, this stuff matters, man. It it, ma- it matters for us. Look, if we're preaching this mindset that we want to be harder to kill, how can you argue that stronger people are, are harder to kill? Their stronger people right. are harder to kill, and that goes for every aspect of not not, not just people shooting at you and you're getting in gunfights mm-hmm. or fist fights, but harder to kill just in life in general yeah you know? yeah you're more resilient i mean we were talking about this diseases a little bit today and injuries car and- accidents diseases uh we're less vulnerable to things like uh wasting diseases like cancer you get cancer and you weigh 240 pounds of muscle uh, what kills people in cancer is often not the cancer but it's actually the wasting that comes from the cancer and so if you're gaining weight and getting stronger, actually, we've got another buddy that goes to mark Rippetoe's gym he has stage four kidney cancer stage wow. four guy's gonna die uh, he's 260 pounds and he's, he's probably 63 and he continues to gain weight. He comes in, he gets chemotherapy and he drives to the gym and he squats and the guy squats 350 pounds for sets of five and he's 63 years old because he knows that if he stops, he's dead. Yeah. Like it probably it's going to get him at some point, but it can get him in three weeks or it can get him in three or four or five or 10 years. And so he he is able to say, look, I can be stronger and get more time with my kids, more time with my grandkids, more time with my wife. More time. Yeah, it, and this stuff matters. Right. And so so I, I love it, man. I, I, I love the fact that I was able to teach kids. Uh, but, man, I am able to change an enormous amount of people's lives. And I get to see that every single day, just normal people. And so, I, you know, there are a lot of trainers and, and coaches out there that really wire themselves towards athletes, bodybuilders, people that, that look great, people in their early 20s, people in their teens college athletes. I love regular people, like general population, you know, soccer moms and soccer dads that, you know, business professionals, grandmas, grandpas, people who have grandkids, people who want to be strong for their grandkids, people who want to walk their grandkids down the aisle at their Christmas or at, or I mean, at their wedding or at their, at their uh, graduation. That's the kind of people that I love to work with because I think it makes the biggest impact. Yeah, so. absolutely. I don't know about any of that, but I arrived here a big <laughs> skeptic. <laughs> I, uh, I have, at various points in my life, been in, been strong or well-conditioned. Um, obviously, my time in the teams and then as a contractor. And after about 38 years of that, I had accrued a body of injuries, which resulted in spine fusion, herniated discs. Um, Pecker wouldn't work because of the pain for a period. Um, these <laughs> That's are bad. That's I, uh, my Both my shoulders have been rebuilt, pec tears, all this. So I had kind of surrendered to the fact that, hey, I'm 40. I burned the candle with a blowtorch, and I've got some great memories. And as I was telling my friends, I was wrestling the uh, garbage out to the street after Christmas, and it whooped my ass. (laughs) And I decided I'm not done uh, putting my physical will upon the world. And I wanted to start getting back into shape. And I realized I could not do the things that I used to. I, I am missing connective tissue there are tendons that are now uh sutures there's muscle the belly of which has been ripped and there are a lot of things i couldn't do 
and Jaeger asked me to if I'd come out here. And uh, he's like talking all this shit, you know, and he's like, oh, he's so great. I'm like, great, Jaeger, you've been lifting weights for about an hour. I get it. He's wonderful. Um, (laughs) I came here very skeptical, but I made a commitment to myself, my personal integrity. I said, I will not tell him the exercises I cannot do because of my injuries. I will do them as instructed until I can't. Sure. Today, I lifted more weight than I have in six years since I had surgery. I the, the three biggest exercises that I enjoy the most, which I have not done because of my biomechanical failures, things that my orthopedic surgeon had said I cannot do, I did with you yep. without pain. Yep. I'm a believer. I'm committed to the program, and, and I'm going to follow to the letter the Matt Reynolds strong program for the next six months and i'm going to track my progress with 100 percent uh, transparency awesome. on social media and i want to thank you accountability for, for opening this up to my life sure I, you. I, you are not a fraud you are not full of shit you are not uh internet bodybuilding dude you are the fucking real deal thanks dude. and thank you me. are a blessing to this community well, thank you well said well said. cheers thanks, cheers thanks man what do you say after that uh i second that <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, just like you, uh, I came into this with several injuries of my own, kind of kind of skeptical whether I myself would be able to go through the program and, sure. and do everything that you were going to, you know, show us to do. But with the mindset of, you know, I've been working out since I was 15, 45 now, um, and I had a set way of doing things that I thought was correct. Yep. But I came in with an open mind and willingness to listen and follow exactly what you said to the letter, just like just like Mookie said. And uh, the injuries that I had, it didn't affect them yep. wh- whatsoever. Sure. So I think that's probably why I have the injuries, and the reason to some of my injuries is the improper form and, and mechanics. And I can, I can I'd like to to, uh, yeah. to dovetail on Paul Markle, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, that's exactly. Uh, you know, I I injured my shoulder years and years ago when I was a cop and and so I just started babying it like well I, if I just leave it alone and yep. you know don't use it it'll heal and sure. it's just it just took forever sure it just took forever and like we today when we were doing certain like uh the, the press exercises yep. and uh, I realized and actually my son said something he had gone to a seminar he said he goes people baby things they they will get injured and then they'll specifically lay off it and they'll baby it and so forth but then they're they don't it doesn't get better he says you, you actually you don't want to re-injure yourself, but right. you have to make it get better. Yep. And as far as the fit, and I'm, I don't claim to be a fitness guru, but I've been doing various fitness. I was in the Marine Corps, you know, sure. all that. But I didn't know what to do. I sure. knew to do it, sure, but I didn't know how to how do it. How to sure. do it. And, yeah. and there's a big, I believe there's a big corollary between the, the firearms world and the fitness world. Sure. Whereas people go, and we, I was talking to, to Mookie uh, off air earlier. We said people will go. People go to public ranges and they perform on a public shooting range as they think they're supposed to, sure, because they saw other people do yep. it or they watched a movie or whatever. And so they're just kind of doing what they're thinking they're supposed to be doing, but they're not really training. Yep, they're not really learning and they're not really achieving any kind of goal. They're just doing. Yep. And people will walk into Globo Gym. Yep. You know the the whatever fitness the, and they I actually. They do the same thing. Sure. The they, they go over to the machines and the weights and stuff. Sure. And they do what they think they're supposed to do. Yep. 
because they saw other people do it or whatever. Uh, sure. you know, and, and they're like, well, I, I pretty, you know, I, I picked it up, so I must be doing it right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the fact is, you know, like we at students, we're always preaching like, look, you need to get training. Buying a gun doesn't make you a shooter. Sure. You need to go to somebody. And Getting you your can't, permit does not make you. Yeah. yeah and you, you can't watch yourself and pick up on your own mistakes. Sure. And it's, it's exact. I mean, with a coach, with a fitness coach. You think oh, I'm I'm doing it right. I, yep. I'm pretty sure I'm doing it right. In the meantime, your back's all bowed, and you're, you're like, I don't know why I'm hurting myself yep. doing all this stuff. Uh, it's because you don't have a coach. Sure. And so, if you've made the commitment to get the real training, to get some professional training as a shooter, yep. you owe it to yourself to at very least take a seminar and get some coaching, so that I'm sorry. I've, Fading away from the mic. Fading away from my microphone. I, I move when I talk. You do. I, I You're do very that. animated. <laughs> but, uh, no, you owe it to yourself to, at very least, have somebody watch you you know, and say, okay, this is what you're doing right. This is what you're doing wrong. Sure. And something else a coach will do, which is what this guy said, is he's like, you can lift more than that. Sure. You know, you need yeah, push, you gotta, push, you push beyond push. your comfort zone. Sure. Because you'll get to your comfort zone and you'll quit because that's sure. what you've always done. You're right. like, okay. I'm no longer comfortable. I'm going to stop. And a yeah. coach says, no, you can lift more. And, and just to give credit where credit is due, you had an assistant coach today. Yeah, I did. Uh, so Heather Glover, who's Jaeger's daughter, she, uh, she's she been working with me for, gosh, probably Heather's been working with me for a couple of years. My favorite daughter. Your favorite daughter. Jaeger's favorite daughter. Jaeger's <laughs> favorite daughter. <laughs> she, she, uh, Jaeger brought her down to Springfield a few years ago, two, three years ago for a for a squat camp I did. So I was teaching the squat, teaching how to teach the squat, how to do the squat. And uh, she was just getting into the fitness industry, wasn't entirely sure the direction she was going to take it. And uh, and so, you know, I was I was skeptical of her, of whether she would stick with it. I mean, this this is a tough, like Yeager said, this is, it's simple. It's not that difficult. It's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not easy. It's hard. And so I, I have a tagline I say a lot of times in the business, it's simple, hard, and effective. And this combination of, of simple and hard is, is extremely effective. And man, she has been unbelievable. So it's, it's in, Heather's been awesome. So Heather's in Camden. Right. She runs Camden Strength here at a tactical response. She, she owns the gym here. Uh, they've got an excellent gym. She, um, I have watched her go from knowing the basic information that she needed to know and having zero self confidence in her actual coaching ability to coaching extremely well with her day-to-day clients, the yeah. tactical response guys and the guy, a lot of the guys in the Camden kind of area. And, uh, to, but still with, with, um, with strangers or like if I'm watching, I mean, I'm, I know, I'm sure she's nervous when I'm, when I'm kind of looking over she her shoulder. She nervous today. And so today yeah. she was unbelievable. So I, I told Jaeger, I said, every time I've seen Heather, I've probably seen Heather coach now eight or 10 times in the last three years. And every time I see her, she's, she's five times better than she was the time before. And so I don't know that she is, I don't know that her skill is so much better today than it was a few months ago, but her confidence, confidence. is so much better. She owned a platform today. Oh, and so she just jumped right in and coached. And we had a, we had a ton of guys, more, more people than I could coach in a quick enough time on the platform to be able to get everybody the reps they needed to see with one-on-one coaching. And so, yeah. so I split everybody in two groups and I would took one group and Heather took a group. We did a set and then we flip-flopped. So then I would take the people that she had and vice versa. And then we flip flop again. We just kept flip flopping. So everybody got We're to, good. I got to see every other set that everybody did and Heather did too. And she, man, she's been awesome. So if you're in the Camden, Tennessee area, or just even in middle Tennessee, and need a coach. One, 
I think she's about a third of the price that I am. So I think <laughs> maybe not now. I think, <laughs> I think for as long as she decides to keep it, I think yeah. she runs about fifty bucks an hour, and I'm a hundred fifty bucks an hour, and so she's an incredible deal. I mean, that's don't she, don't hold her to that. Yeah, no, yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. charging enough. She needs a she needs a raise of prices. Maybe more than that. She she should be more than that. But yeah. she's she's excellent. And what's awesome is she always offers training before and after tactical response. Uh, classes that they run. So if you come and take a fighting pistol class, fighting rifle class, you can come in a few hours early, a day early, and get a couple hours with her. You know, on on yeah. a Thursday or Friday or on a Monday after it's over. Um, well and worth that's it. a yeah, it's well worth it. She she I mean, I'll tell you this. I mean, she's she's cut from our mold. Uh, it, it's cool because she she is in a similar sort of way that everything I know about kind of the firearms world. I learned from Jaeger. I mean, that's, that's, this is, he's, he's my coach. He's the guy that I, that's worked with. So I didn't come in with any bad habits. I didn't come in and say, Hey, let me show you what I know about shooting. I said, I, I have no clue what I'm doing. Work with me. And so it, it's, that's, I think that's refreshing for him. And it was refreshing for me to work with him the same way, but it's been the same thing with Heather. She came in and said, look, I don't know how to coach. And so everything that she does is really cut from, from my mold and from the starting strength mold, from our mold. Uh, she's done incredibly well. So I'm, I'm super cool. proud of her. And I, can I add to that? Real quick, sure. Um, so, Specter uh, Curtis Halsham. Yeah, I was here, uh, you know, earlier BSO. this year for a, for a fire uh, fighting pistol class, and uh, spent just a little bit of time with Heather. And uh, I had squatted incorrectly, I might add, squatted ever since high school with extreme knee pain. Like I had pretty much abandoned the exercise sure. as something I could do. Twenty minutes, she had me completely fixed. Sure. I was able to come into the class today, um, still maintain the form that. She had reinforced sure. with a few other tweaks from you, um, and man, I tell you what, hit the ground running sure. today. And yeah, for, I mean, just, for people that don't know you, you're what do you weigh? Uh, two forty. I mean, and you're two forty and not fat at all. It's right. two hundred forty pounds and a big jack, and, and you don't yeah, sweat I mean, much. You're a big for jack, a big dude. Fat guy either. <laughs> so like, this isn't some frail dude. I mean, here, here's what I'm saying is that you, in a similar way to me, people would look at us. And say these are meathead dudes, right? They would look. Somebody would look at you and go, like, this guy's not going to be real receptive. To having to, to receiving coaching from a female coach, and so she's an excellent coach. So it says something about your personality too. To say, look, like I've done this for a long time. I've been in a gym for a long time. I was kind of beating my heads against the wall. I'm a big dude, but I wasn't necessarily functional. I had a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. um, you know. And that's that's part of this thing. It's one of the big pieces of this fight strong. There's a difference between aesthetics and performance, right? Like I try to set that up from the very beginning. Look, everybody wants to look better. And so, like, we can we can quit bullshitting each other and be like, look, like, we all want to look good. Like, I get it. We all want to look good naked. There's nothing wrong with that. There's That's fine. But if that's the ultimate goal, if that's the only goal, if the ultimate goal is to have the sweetest, most blinged-out gun on the planet not and not be able to use able it, to use it yeah. it's the same thing. with That's what bodybuilding is. Bodybuilding is you've got the sweetest, most blinged-out body on the planet, mm-hmm. but you have, you have no, there's no performance. I mean, you're almost dead when you walk on stage on bodybuilding. So... I, I train my clients. One, we teach them how to train, not exercise. Right? So I talk. I talk about that today. Like, exercise is getting on a treadmill at Planet Fitness and reading Cosmo magazine and jogging on a treadmill. That's that's mm-hmm. not training. Mm-hmm. That's exercise. And and then we train for performance first and aesthetic second. I want to make you harder to kill because of your performance. When performance increases, aesthetics increase too. Like you're gonna look better. Right, we don't have any. This naturally happens. It just naturally happens. But it's a byproduct. If you only train for aesthetics, this is not a two-way street. You can't. You can actually just look good, and in and fact, not, not be stronger. able to perform. Right. Yeah. So, 
That's a that's a really that's an important point that we have to make. Like we train for performance. Now we've all talked uh, so far about our previous experiences. Like you said, you know, I, I started lifting in high school. Mm-hmm. I was in the Marine Corps. You know, you did that. But I want people to understand, and I'm sure you'll reinforce this that. They don't have to work out for six months before sure. they come to fight strong. I almost called you and said, "I'm not coming. I wanna, I wanna work out more before to I come, come to fight yeah, strong." Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the. And I'm you not. Knew what I was gonna say, so you didn't. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take fighting pistol, but yeah, yeah. I, I need to practice some more before I come." Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna take go. The class. I'm not gonna go to church till I clean my life up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I, was the, I was the exact same <laughs> when Curtis <laughs> called me and he's like, "Hey, dude, um, going to this class at Jaeger's is." This weekend, you need to go with us. And I was like, uh, I was kind of him work all out around. first before I go to the. I was like, dude, yeah, my hips class. hurting, my shoulders hurting. He was very, was very like, skeptical. He was very like, oh, dude, I, so I don't know. For the audience, though, I was trying to come up with sure. an excuse. You don't need to work Anything. out for six months first no. and then go to fight strong. No, as a matter of fact, that, that would actually be detrimental. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you, you take should the class. Sh- you should show up and take the class. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it you don't look, need to buy a gun and just go out and think you know how to use it. I mean, you know, just like working I get out, it. you need to get Everybody wants first. to show up and not suck. Again, that's, it's ingrained in people like us. You want to show up and not suck. The, pro- the problem is, is I would rather have a total beginner, absolute novice, blank slate and teach them the right habits from the beginning than have to come in and break bad habits. It's, yeah. it's, it's the exact same thing that Jaeger deals with on a daily basis. In, in the tactical world, in the firearms world, right? People come in and they've got these bad habits. Now they've, now they got to break them of the bad habits first. Right. And then start teaching them what it's they like triple know. the work. Yeah. yeah. It's triple the work. So, yeah. um, you know, I have had tons of people. But if somebody's not a douche and they come in with an open mind and are willing to learn and they'll be correct fine. themselves. Absolutely. As you say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had. Fix themselves. Yeah. Fix yourself. Fix yourself. We, we have had people who are, who have never touched a barbell in their life at Fight Strong. And we've had people who have trained for 20 years at Fight Strong, and they both do fine. I mean, we're, you know, that's, there's, there's no way to say there's – part of that is just on experience. I've done it for 23 years. I've trained tens of thousands of people I've, from every, you know, from every walk of life to absolute beginner to extremely advanced, from like super fat to super skinny, uh, eating disorders, sick – huge competitive athlete, Olympic athlete, like I've trained all those people. So there's really nothing you can bring to the table that I'm going to go, oh, I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Remember, on the rare occasion that that occurs, it's like a great day for me. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I get to learn, learn something, something new, today. Yeah. yeah, I get to learn how to teach this person. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it just just show up. For me, my number one goal uh, is to is to get people is compliance. Right. I want people just to start this process. I, I don't want them to just get the information and then walk away and go like, yeah, I'll start that some. I want them to start today. I want them to start tomorrow as soon as they leave the class. So, um, you know, I know that you're not going to be a great strength athlete tomorrow. And I know that you're probably not going to hammer your diet at 100% or 99% efficiency tomorrow. But if you, you can start to make the process to become harder to kill, mm-hmm. stronger, perform better, uh, but you got to start. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah it's it's you an actionable start. item. I mean, this is, there's a lot of people. I'm I'm in the business world a lot too. I've, I've run um, a handful of, of successful businesses. There are a ton of people. I hate the word entrepreneur. I hate that. I hate that word. Mm. Entrepreneur. When I hear the word entrepreneur, it's a dude who reads all the entrepreneur books and has never actually run a business. Yeah. And and you get the same thing here. You get these guys that like Zig just yeah it's yeah they just want the information. But like this is an actionable item. If you don't, but but well, tomorrow, you know, we, we did the first day today, and we'll do a wrap up tomorrow as well. But I'll give you actionable items. Like this is where you go yeah. tomorrow. This is what you're going to do. Like I don't want to just leave you with all this information. Like here's actually what so you like do. So like for this course, and this is a basic course, like we said. But 
day one you're learning strength, the strength yep. and the exercises for that, which are the squat, the deadlift, yep. the press, and the bench. Correct. Those are the four main lifts we teach on the first day. Right. Second day, there's a lot of content. We go over the other stuff. So we go over mobility. How important is it to be mobile? Uh, conditioning, how to condition, which again is important for those and of us. What, that will, and what's your definition of conditioning? It's, it's just, it's being ready for the fight, to be honest. It's being ready for the thing that we need to prepare for. So it, it might be if you were say, hey, I want to run a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Being conditioned is being conditioned for a half marathon. But if Diet like, hey, would come into that. Of course. And we go nutrition. So we do, so on the second day, we do mobility. We do injuries, how to work around injuries. I got knee problems. I got back problems. I've got fibromyalgia. I got osteoarthritis. I've got tendonitis. I've got all these, you know, whatever. How do we work around those? Right. So those are not excuses to not train. Right. Those are, how do we train around those things? Right. How do we make those better? How do we rehab? Uh, we go through nutrition, very simple, basic nutrition. Here's how you eat to perform better. And with performance is going to come aesthetics, right? We do uh, programming. Here's how I put it all together. Like I've taught me how to do these lifts. You've taught me how to do the accessories. You've taught me how to do conditioning. What do I do on Monday? What do I do on Tuesday? What yeah, do I do on Wednesday? Do so, home, yeah. yeah, we'll do all that kind of stuff. Um, so we do we do lay all those things out, and we do. A, then a, you've got courses that people can, you know, they want to get more yeah, advanced into of course. it, far more in depth, and then yeah. and then it's not you know we we do well. I'm not throwing a huge plug out there, but I we plug I, it, man. That's well, what it's for. So plug it. so we do online. I mean, here's one of the problems. Everybody that's listening to this knows that the the standard personal trainer kid at the Globo Gym at, at a Planet Fitness, the 18-year-old kid with the purple polo that's got the name tag that says trainer on, doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Right. He has no clue what he's doing. 99% more of the trainers on, on the planet have no clue what they're doing. And so most of you that are listening to this do not have a good coach in your town. You cannot call the local gym. And you think, like, don't listen to this and call the local gym and hire the trainer. They have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. They, will, they will steer you Especially wrong. Especially you, you New Year's people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, is that a is that a hit over there? As Mud Girl calls them, yeah, yeah, yeah it's incredible. So so I I I've been doing this since the late '90s, but but I do it full time now. So I run an online coaching business called StartingStrengthOnlineCoaching.com. So if you go to StartingStrengthOnlineCoaching.com, you can Google us or whatever. We're easy to find. Um, I am a Starting Strength certified coach. I'm also a, a certified strength and conditioning coach, a CSCS. I got a USA Track and Field, all the kind of top. Certifications, but of all of the certifications in strength and conditioning, just googling, you can just Google Matt Reynolds. Starting strength is the by far, I mean, far and away, the toughest certification to get in strength and conditioning. It's, we have it, it costs a thousand dollars, around nine hundred bucks, to get the certification. We have a under five percent pass rate, so wow. so ninety five percent plus people pay a thousand dollars to go to a long weekend seminar. They have to actually coach on a platform. They have to, you have to show us that you can coach. The squat, the deadlift, the bench press, the press, the power clean, do all these sorts of things that you're learning this weekend. And then you'll fail, right? 96% of the people fail. Of the 5% that pass the platform on the weekend, so they actually have to pass a practical, mm-hmm. like they actually have to do it. It's not, it's not a multiple choice test. If you pass the practical, you are sent an essay test that's going to be around 30,000 words, which this is, is no so joke. You have two <laughs> weeks to complete a 30,000 word test. Hey, Matt. Definitely. Is there anybody at this table that maybe scored the highest score ever on that? Is like maybe is anybody sitting here that's that guy? Sitting so, here? Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Somebody, somebody on the podcast kept the highest score in the history of the test. That's actually not true. That I was actually, me. It was at totally the time me. that I got the, that I had the test, I had that, I got a 99. There have been two 100s since then. Um, wow. I don't. I still to this day I don't know what one percent. 
Mark Ribiteau said when he when he graded my test that it was the best test he ever graded. This is what happens when intelligence and experience intersect. That's what that's a quote from Mark <laughs> Ribiteau. Nice. And so uh, yeah, so I took the test, did well. That was in two thousand January two thousand ten. Two weeks later, Mark Ribiteau called me and said, "Can you be on a plane to Seattle?" Um, and it, man, here another quick Huge background honor, story. Yeah. I am I come from a poor. Southern Baptist, South Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis. preachers family, right? Like we, I, I was, I was raised with nothing. As a matter of fact, I was twenty three or twenty four before I left the time zone. I'd never been out of the Central Time Zone. Wow! And so since that time, um, because because I know how to coach, because I'm a good coach, I've I've been to I've been to New York five or six times. I've been to Seattle five or six times. I've been to Toronto. I've been to Seoul, Korea. I've been to Mexico City. I, I've been to, <laughs> I mean, every city in America. Um, I've been able to see the world. And so it's, it's been an incredible honor. You know, I, I've got to pick up, I've learned so much stuff from these people. Um, but so back to the starting to the online coaching, right. there are 120 starting strength coaches in the world. Uh, there have been thousands and thousands of people that have tried to get the certification of only 120 have it. 30 of the 120 work for my company. And so 30 and I, and I handpicked the 30, mm-hmm. they're the best of the best. And so, um, so if you don't have a good coach in your town and, it, and you probably don't, but if you want to check, you can go to startingstrength.org and you can search to see if one of those coaches are in your town. If they're not. So if they're, if they're in their town, you get like personal, you should go get coaching people. from these people and you could do it on a, you know, you could do it on it three times a week or you could just go get coaching from them once a month. What's um, the, what's the online coaching part of it? So the, can so, you go into that? Like, yeah, sure. Levels? So if you don't have one of those coaches in your town. If you live in a town that doesn't have a great coach, you could you can go on and you can hire us. Um, it's a little under two hundred dollars a month. It's it's expensive, but to put things into perspective, if you never hired a personal trainer, personal trainers run somewhere in the four hundred to eight hundred dollars a month. And I mean, it's expensive. It's a it's a Lexus payment to a house payment to hire a personal trainer. So for far less than that, for twenty five percent of that, you can hire an online coach, a phenomenal online coach. And what this looks like is you'll fill out. A, a pretty in-depth questionnaire about your goals, your background, your past, your injuries, your history, um, what kind of equipment you have to work with, what you're going to try to accomplish the next three months, what you want to accomplish the next year, uh, your demographic information, where you live. And then what I do is I personally, my, myself, I read through that questionnaire and I pair you with a coach that I think will work very, very well for you. Somebody that may, you know, spe- kind of specify right. with your demographic or maybe somebody that lives 200 miles from you that you can't see very often, but you might go to be able to see three times a year, four times a year. And so I'll, I'll hook you up with them. They'll start to coach you. What they'll do is they'll put you through a test workout. We send you all the instructions. Here's how you perform a squat. Here's how you perform a deadlift. Here's how you do the basic lifts. Work up to a moderate weight, nothing too heavy. Video the lift. We teach you how to video the lift, where to put the video, where to put your camera. All you need is a smartphone. How to upload it to YouTube, how to send it to your coach. And then your coach breaks down that video and starts to write programming for you. The programming is sent over on an app on your smartphone. So every day you get up and you've got a workout, you know, three times a week or whatever on an app on your smartphone. You take that, you take your smartphone into the gym. We all have our phones with us into your gym or into your garage gym or wherever you train. And while you train, you, you can see your workout. So maybe your workout says you're going to squat 155 pounds for three sets of five. You do that and you actually say like this, that's what I did. I did 155 for three sets of five. And you make little notes, you know, the third set was harder than I thought it was supposed to be, um, I, but I got through it. It was fine. You, know. you make the notes there and then you submit that. And while you do the lifts, you video yourself doing the list. So you video yourself squatting, you video yourself deadlifting, you send it to your coach. And within 24 hours, 
your coach will respond to you so that before the next workout, you have already received coaching from your coach. And when I say coaching, I don't mean, I mean actual detailed form breakdown. Mm. This is what I saw about your squats. You, your knees got forward on rep three. Um, you're going to hurt your knees. We do it. Yes. Is there back. any live interaction? Like so, yeah, absolutely. Like, so we like, do live stuff too. So we do Skype calls with our clients. So cool. we'll do one-on-one Skype calls or, you know, or FaceTime or yeah. we've got a hand at Google Hangouts. We use that stuff as well. So man, there's an enormous, we do nutrition. Um, really it's kind of everything. So it's a, it, it's a blast, man. It, it works incredibly well. Um, we, I've been doing that full time since January of 16 and we launched, uh, with the 30 coaches that I have December of this past year. And uh, it's just blown up. So it, we continue to, we, you know, we end up with three to five clients a day right now, uh, new clients a day. And, and I, I cap every coach at 20 clients per coach. So I don't have any coaches that are overextended. I don't have any coaches that have, you know, 60 or 70 clients that can't keep track with everybody. So our big thing is not just um, quality of service, um, but it's, and we're, it's the best quality service you can get, but it's also quality, the best quality coaching on the planet. It's the best technology. It's extremely simple. I mean, it's very like low. That's something that, that I, I truly appreciated. And James brought that up earlier. Uh, he said that he was looking for basically a two-day easy-to-teach course. And a lot of and he said the original course was just, you know, it was like a scientific course. It's like sure. a master's degree course. Yep. And, uh, you know, we've all we've done like uh, TCCC medicine. Now, TCCC for the military is a tactical combat casualty care. And it's a huge program. I mean, it's snake bites and, and, mm-hmm. and field sanitation and all that. But you and I, if we're just driving around the street and we're going to the mall, we don't need field sanitation and stuff. We need we need this. We sure. Don't, we don't need this. Yeah, we, we don't we need big. We need small. Right we need something that's digestible. Sure. And uh, what? And that's, you know, like um, immediate action medical or beyond the Band-Aid. It took this big, huge thing and made it, okay, this is what we can use. Sure. And that's what impressed me uh, about today's class and, and, and about the first day was the simplicity of it all. Yep. And I think a lot of people become overwhelmed. Sure. They're, they they look at it and they're like, I really need to. And then they start doing research. Yep. And they find all these programs and they're like, ah. Where do I start? There, there's, there's, there's so much. Sure. And something that, uh, a question that uh, Jared's gotten specifically is people say, okay, I'm down with you. I know that I'm soft. Sure. And I realize it. And I need to not be soft anymore. But where should I start and what's important? Sure. And when we, you talked about that today, so, well, you know, should I just, should I run more? Should sure. I bicycle more? Should I, you know, what should I do? Sure. If I'm going to, if I'm going to commit to an area, where should I start sure. and then move from there? Sure. Yeah. So, I, so I'm a big believer that strength is the most important of physical attributes. Um, and, and so there, there's reasons for that. It's not, it's not just on my opinion. And I love strength. I mean, I, I want to be clear, like I'm. I'm biased. I, li- I like <laughs> yeah. to be strong. Do right? you like being strong? Yeah, I love it. It's just fun to be strong, you know. So it's a, uh, but but here's the deal. We we tearing know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tearing phone books is fun. Did you do any of that in the strongman competition? Could, there is a YouTube video that somebody found on my forum of me tearing a phone book. Really? <laughs> for a junior high class ten years ago. I gotta and they that. posted it. It's on. I think if you search Matt Reynolds phone book, tear well, it. It wasn't it's a Camden there. phone book. No, it's a big it? phone book. Oh, it's okay. a solid. It was phone a real phone book. Yeah, yeah. Have you done the uh, the frying pan bend yet? Yeah, I've done that kind of stuff. That's a, that's not too hard if you if you're a, if you're a good. I'll tell you what's hard is tearing a deck of cards. 
I can't tear uh, a deck of cards. I've never you been can't able to get the that. leverage, or it's too small. Yeah, it's just my hands aren't real big, and man, it's that's so it's so small. Can somebody tear a deck so, of cards? Yeah, you've never seen like the no. power Charles team guys Atlas. tearing. Oh, yeah, right. the guys, power team guys are crazy. They crush off it. the hook. Yeah, yeah so the so you know you, you can think about it. there are a lot of physical attributes you could have. Mm-hmm. You could be um, you could be conditioned. You could you know great endurance. You could have mobility. You could be powerful. You could have speed. You could have agility, or you could have strength. I mean, there's all these things. Um, and and the reality is is that strength is the only one of those that makes all the other ones better. Better, right? Yeah. So so if I take like you take a kind of standard person that comes to the gym or comes to the class that is is never trained before, never done the list before, um, is totally detrained. They haven't exercised in a long time. How is their mobility? Well, it's not very good. Like they they would they would struggle in a yoga class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach them how to do the main lifts with full range of motion. So they're going to squat, but they're going to squat below parallel. And that's going to be difficult the first several reps, but we're going to get them there by the end of the day. And they're going to squat all the way down below parallel where the crease of their hip goes below the top of their knee. And what is amazing is on that first day, they will get stronger, but they will also get more mobile. Right. But this isn't a two-way street. They could also have gone, they could have gone to yoga class. If they go to yoga class, they get more mobile. But they don't get more strong. And so for me, that's why strength is the king of all physical attributes because strength makes all of these things better. We, we, in class, we literally go through all of those things and we say, this is how strength makes this one better. Right. Strength makes endurance better. And here's how strength makes, uh, agility better. And here's how strength makes power better. And here's how, like, if you've got a vertical jump and you want to increase your vertical jump and I teach you how to jump correctly and you've got all the perfect form and that might increase your vertical jump two inches. And then what? I don't think anybody here is working on their vertical jump. Yeah, probably not. We don't have a lot of vertical Not a whole lot of vertical jump. A bunch of vertical jump. What I'd like to do now is uh, get some of the students that were in class today and just kind of get some feedback from from everybody. Who wants to go? Students. Let's go first. Hold on. Can we do a Q&A session? Yeah. For him before he gets off. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he's going to stay here. Oh, you want me to stay? Yeah, you're staying here with the students. Okay, I'll stay. So you want to announce it? Yeah. So at the end of this, we're going to do Q and A with Matt. Q and A with me. We can do a panel. And I'm actually—I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm actually—I'm actually a professional in two different genres. What's your other genre? Bourbon. Bourbon. (laughs) I've actually been interviewed by two podcasts. This—I've done two podcasts for whiskey. And a couple hundred for fitness, <laughs> so I'm catching up on the bourbon. Give us but listen, shot there, I can do bur- I can do bourbon cu- questions too. Any American whiskey, really any whiskey, Scotch, I'm pretty good well, with that's, too. That's something that we've got uh, coming up on a, a little spinoff that I'm going to be doing. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Okay, off sounds yeah, good. Definitely. Oh, uh, also, excess didn't send you a bottle of bourbon. Uh, no, they lost you got my left address. Out. Is, that, is that Kinsley at excesssites.com? Yeager, <laughs> <laughs> rub it in, rub and, it in. Uh, and I'll add that he's very responsive. So if he doesn't respond to you, mm. then that volumes. means I think I know someone there. I'm pretty sure come I, knows, I know someone there. It, come uh, on, introduce re- yourself yeah, real quick before I go. I just, yeah, yeah. Re- real quick before I go, and somebody else takes my spot. I wanted to add that uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, I've been lifting for a while, and uh, I've been one of the things I've been sort of slacking on this year was my deadlifts and uh i worked in a uh in a comp uh, it was like an inter-gym competition where we did the three lifts squat deadlift and and bench for a for like a, a prize thing 
I did it. It was like called the Thousand Pound Club or whatever. Sure. It was kind of lame. But anyway, um, in that, uh, I made it, but I only did 325 on deadlift, right? Good. I hadn't really done a whole lot since then um, as far as that. I'd done a little bit, but I hadn't taken it very seriously. Going through the uh, Fighting Strong program today, I was able to uh, put 40 pounds on that. Yeah. On that max, that one rep max. And it, and it wasn't I, a max. And today. 405, right? And I doubled it. Yeah. Today. Yeah. So that's just a testament to. Yeah. You doubled 405? 365. You did right? 365. 365. Today. Oh, 865. I think. Eight, oh, you did 405. You did no, I didn't. I didn't he, attempt Oh, just Jared. Just Jared, Jared did 405. Yeah. Now, Jared on the other. Jared other never done a deadlift in his life. Which was absolutely ridiculous. Comes in, crushes 405. I was chalking up for my for my 365, and I watched the bar. Uh, the 365 bar go up out of the peripheral vision. I was like, <laughs> "What? What the hell just happened? Like it just jumped off the floor." Yeah, and it was. He, he could have kept amazing. going up. Yeah, he he we definitely ran out of time. Yeah, we definitely ran out of time. But anyway, I'll let somebody else take this over. So whoever is is game. Here's your well, while he's switching out microphone, I'll just yeah, so I can just embarrass everybody really quick. Yeah, <clears throat> because we, we like that. On I don't know show. if she's watching or not, but so my my wife, you can you can see her on. My Instagram stuff too on SS Online Coaching. So she just deadlifted 402. She's a 40 year old oh soccer gosh. mom who's had two C sections. Nice. And she's smoking hot. And so we're not talking about, she's not a big girl. And she deadlifts over 400 pounds. She squats, she just squatted 347. By the way, this is at a powerlifting meet, like at an actual meet with actual judges who have to judge depth, wow. not like a gym bro lift. So yeah, she's got a, she's got a 220 bench press. My wife does. 220 is pretty strong for a chick. That's great. Yeah. She's got a 347 squat and a 402 be- and a 402 deadlift. And I'm I'm telling you right now, like Jaeger and the guys that, that know her, she's the most feminine. <laughs> she looks like a Barbie doll. Really? She, there's nothing about her that's like masculine or bulky or and uh, and, and she did and, this all through the Matt yeah, I mean, Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Of she, she's not even really into it. This is the deal. She's not, not really, even into. Does she nah, like I mean, what you that do? That makes it. That makes it. She just. Like even I mean, look, like rubbing it in. <laughs> I sold the. I sold the gym. You know, a little over a year ago, and I built a. I built a home gym. I didn't. The problem is when you own the biggest gym in town and then you sell it. Where do you go train? Right. Like, what are you going to go train at one of the other gyms? And everybody's going to be like, "Aren't you the guy that?" Yeah. Owned? You're not going to show up at your <laughs> old gym, right? Yeah. So yeah. So actually, yeah. So I was actually here exactly a year ago. Exactly a year ago today, I was here at Tactical Response teaching Fight Strong, and. Two hours before I left for Camden, Tennessee, Rogue Fitness, RogueFitness.com, I spent $300,000 there in the last five years. They should give me a sponsorship. They, they sent me. <laughs> or at least a belt, right? <laughs> Grief. It's like a, so they, uh, I, I, had, I had received about four pallets of, of, a, of a home gym. I, you know, I spent, I don't know, $10,000 with them. And I uh, got a home gym, and I was telling Jaeger, I was really excited that I had this home gym to build. I, I had just come out of this. I'd sold my gym, and I was, you know, it was great. It was financial success there, but I was, I was, I was destroyed because I'd sold my baby. Oh, yeah. And I, t- I was telling Jaeger, I was like, man, I'm, I'm excited to go home, but I got four pallets of, of uh, gym to put together. And Jaeger said, oh, we'll just, we'll just take a crew down, and we'll help you put your gym. And this is the kind of guy Jaeger is. Like, no, 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 that's not why I asked. Come on, that's not. He said, no, no, we're coming. And so he and, and Donald Numbers and, uh, and Nate came down. Don literally, Don literally built my gym in a period of about, what, six hours. And uh, we ruined about 10 saw blades trying to, cut rubber, <laughs> trying to cut rubber horse mats to lay down. But, so I've got, a great, I've got a great gym. But it's one of those deals where, my, my, you know, honestly, for real, this is, training has been something that has dramatically improved my marriage. 
because it's something that my wife and I do. So, you know, our, I've got two little girls are 11 and six and they, you know, they watch, you know, we turn on Netflix for them, whatever. And it's time for us to train and we lift. My wife's not super into it. We could have done anything. I mean, we could have, we could have played sand volleyball or golf or something. She would have done it just because it's what I was doing. Right. And she got into it. So she got into training just because it's what I did. And she's not really that into it, but she does it because we get to spend quality time together three or four times a week and we get to train. And so she's just been consistent training. And so here, here's a 40 year old soccer mom, two C-sections. Dead lifting over 400 pounds. Dead lifting over 400 pounds. Not, not bulky, very feminine, very, you know, very curvy, very totally normal, um, beautiful girl. And so, uh, and my best friend and we, and it's really, it's made our marriage better being able to train together. So it's, it's pretty cool. Family that trains together stays together. That's right. Right. Yeah, it's cool. All right, introduce yourself. Tell everybody. Uh, here. What's up, everybody? What I'm do? a functional gentleman. Uh, I am a. Is that the name your mom gave you? Functional gentleman. Functional uh, this gentleman. Is my, this gentleman is your middle name. This is my social media persona. <laughs> oh, okay. I get you. Uh, I gotta be all gray man and stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't wanna, that was a for my real life. Um, so, uh, what do you want to say? Right. <laughs> no, tell, them how, tell them how awesome right, the class so, was. So, okay, so... Uh, what have you taken away from the class so far? What, what, all right. What's, well, a, what's a nugget you're going to take home with this you? This is what happens so when much. you pass the microphone. Yeah. Well, the, I'll, I'll start with the reason why I'm talking... Oh, right. <laughs> no, I'm just right. kidding. Come the on. reason that I uh, started taking... This, uh, the reason that I want to take this class is I've taken a bunch of... A uh, bunch of classes attack response. Uh, all of uh, the classes from ShivWorks, South Narc, um, classes with John McPhee, Paul Sharp, Will Petty, all these people. And shooting is getting kind of boring to me. Uh, so I want to do, I started taking jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu. And, uh, you know, I like the physical aspect of it, but I wanted to be stronger because, you know, when I'm choking people, their heads don't actually pop off. They just go unconscious. And I was like, man, it'd be awesome if I could just, you know, you want to go that next level. Off, okay. man. I got you. So, uh, Mortal Kombat style. Yeah. And plus when I roll with some of the bigger dudes, like fatter, not stronger, like, you know, they, they can beat me. They can. And so I was like, man, I need to get stronger. I need to do something about that. And, uh, I was talking to Jaeger about that and it, I realized that uh, I think Matt was talking about it in my martial path, path to being a warrior, whatever you want to call it. My physical abilities was my weakest link. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of, you know, raise it up a little bit. And I lifted before uh, with a bunch of bodybuilders in high school and college. And, you know, I was up there like I was at like two. My, I think at my highest, I was 220 low body fat percentage. But I probably wasn't very capable of doing much other than looking halfway nice. Um, so. I wanted to be. I know you hate this word, Matt. I wanted to be more functional in my life. I wanted my, I wanted my, 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 sure, yeah. my strength to benefit my life. And so I was talking to Jaeger about it, and he was like, "Oh, you should take." To be more control. capable. Yeah, there, there you we go. go. I'm not. I'm not a wordiologist. I'm just a biologist. So that's what I'm here for. Don't expect gold from me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, get stronger essentially, and uh, I, I didn't want to go back to lifting weights like I had been and injuring myself. All my bodybuilding friends are. They have terrible injuries. They they claim they can't lift and all this other stuff. So the last time I was in an actual gym lifting weights was over 10 years ago, and I jacked up my back real bad. I think I either pulled or tore a muscle in my lower back, and I was just – ever since then, I just kind of let it go. Because you're doing it in proper form. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm – I'm I'm in the gym with a bunch of knuckle dragging morons. Like, Matt might look <laughs> like that, but he's actually really smart. So, yeah. <laughs> so of, of the exercises, which one are you going to uh, really cling to? All of them. 
All there we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, been all the best. Very good. But yeah. And then of course we're going to learn more about nutrition and everything. Yep. Tomorrow. tomorrow. We'd yep. have more questions about that today. But... Sure. All right. Very good. Who's next? Who's oh, well, give, tell everybody where your uh, YouTube channel and everything is. Uh, no, it, it sucks. You probably don't need no, to. No, no, no. <laughs> functional gentleman. It's a, it's a functional gentleman. Just that's it. I yeah. thought I thought it was Jihad Lover 420. I feel bad that oh, I made no, fun of the word functional now. Functional. Because <laughs> functional gentleman. <laughs> because it's, you know, it's Hey, he wears full life. pants, so he ain't all that bad. No, it's yeah. <laughs> right here. No, functional is fine. It's just a... <laughs> yeah. no. fun, functional is a buzz, buzzword in the yeah. fitness industry. That's the, that's the only problem. Not, not only do I wear cool pants, 5'11 is extremely pissed at me. Well, I think I'm on my sixth. Well, yeah, I don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to break. Come on. Nick? Who's next? My boy Brandon Miller. Coming up. Brandon. Here he is, Brandon. Hey, guys. This isn't your first rodeo, right, Brandon? I, no, I took this class in uh, April of last year, and uh, I did that because James had this contest, Biggest Winner 2016 or whatever, and I was doing great all year, and uh, then I got hurt. So uh, Matt offered to help me, and so I'm back for my second time taking this class, and, and I can't thank him enough for, for all the stuff he does, especially teaching us you know, how to not hurt ourselves and how to get better and how to you know, get stronger and, and live longer. Cause yeah. at the beginning of last year, my doctor told me if I didn't change something, I was going to die. You're and so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell tell like everybody fast. about your, your physique and everything. Uh, I'm a big giant fat guy. If the people on the <laughs> live stream can't see. And, uh, so I'm working hard to, uh, to get in better shape. And so, uh, from some inspiration from James and Matt, I built my own home gym and I'm working with his online coaching program and I'm here for a second time. And so it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's it's everything you could ever want from a, a program, and so if you're if you're serious about getting in better shape, getting uh, stronger, fitter, uh, harder to kill, then you harder definitely to need to, to to listen to Matt and take some classes. So. You were crushing it today, I man. You could tell that you had uh, some experience with this before, because I mean, your form just right off. I mean, you were, you were nailing it, man. Yeah. It, it wasn't always like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> improved a lot since uh, since you took it a few months ago, for sure. Yep. So, so yeah, I mean it's it's you're building of, a home gym too, right? Yeah, he's yeah, got uh, a great home gym. I got with Rogue. Um, their customer service is amazing. Um, they built a quote for me, uh, helped me out, and so uh, my UPS guy probably hates me because they delivered like a thousand pounds of stuff to my house. Um, but it's awesome, and I his programming, his online coaching. Uh, if you don't live somewhere like he was talking about earlier with a starting strength coach, uh, like I do, I live mm-hmm. in a small town, and uh, so. Every three days is how I get programmed. I have a coach that tells me what to do, how to do it, and then he perfect. reviews my videos and then so tells me So you're using the online program. Yeah, right? exactly. That's perfect, man. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, since October. Since October. I got hurt last year, and that's why I didn't win the biggest winner. Uh, but even Wait, though what, I told James you all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, so Matt offered to help me rehab. Um, I had some stuff going on and then I liked it so much. I started being a client. So very good. good. That's pretty cool. Good to have him. And you got a website or anything like that? You're a preacher too, right? Yeah. I I preach at a little small church and they're the reason I'm here. They uh, are covering me tomorrow. So thanks guys. You guys are (laughs) awesome. All right. Next. Shout out to his coach, Bill Hannon. Yeah. Bill Hannon, great coach that works with Brandon Miller on a day to day to day basis. And where's he located in the United States? He is States? just outside of Indianapolis, actually. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of one of those Very things. Very effective, then. Yeah, it's, yeah, it does awesome. Great dude. What's up? This is Aaron Hollins. What's uh, up, Aaron? I own a company called Exit Strategy Bracelets. I sell escape and evasion stuff. And escape I, and evasion. Give a little more detail about that. Um, 
Well, for me, I like Is that to, like Shawshank Redemption? Shawshank Redemption. Well, Kaya? I guess it could be. Um, What I like to really get myself involved in is kidnappings, home invasions, stuff like that. How to escape stuff like that. Right. Um, so you like to me get yourself your, involved well, in kidnappings and home invasions? I, yeah. He likes to help people get out of those situations. Oh, okay. Right. Right. I think right. that's right. what he's right. trying to say. Just a little small point but of he's clarification. Got, he's got them. these bracelets yep. that have uh, hidden... Uh, handcuff keys and there's some kind of what? Tell about talk about the saw that's in there. Okay, so you have a handcuff key because criminals didn't used to use handcuffs very often, but it's getting more and more common. And Become if you're in handcuffs, common. there's really nothing else going to get you out of them. Right. There's um a titanium saw blade and shim that you can use to cut out of stuff and shim out of zip cuffs, handcuffs, and the paracord itself that it's made out of will friction burn through tape rope string. Right. Zip ties, any pretty much anything. And you got that metal. other cool uh, little chapstick. Yeah, thing it's that basically you as well for anybody who doesn't want to wear a bracelet. It's the equivalent to the bracelet. It'll has all the same components that'll same do the same shit. Very cool. And how can they get in touch with you? Um, ExitStrategyBracelets dot com. ExitStrategyBracelets on Facebook, Instagram. Very cool. And you got all kinds of other cool stuff on there too, like yeah. the the undetectable knives and yeah, a bunch of polymer and carbon what was fiber that, stabby uh, shit. Pin thing. Um, it's a carbon fiber ventilator. Is yeah, it's kind of cool. It's basically yeah. a big carbon fiber hypodermic needle that you can stab the shit out of somebody with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if that and, was something you wanted to do, if that's something do. you really wanted yeah, to do, but uh, but we didn't stab anybody in class today. So real quick, your your background, your experience with working out. Um, I don't have a whole lot of experience with weights. I did a lot of body weight stuff for a couple of years, and James always told me that it wasn't really working out if it wasn't under metal. Yeah. So. <laughs> but what was cool about you today is that you were you were strapped the whole time when you were working out. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not taking my unless we're doing force on force. I'm not taking my gun off. Yeah. So and it, how'd that feel doing all the exercise and everything? It was perfectly yeah, fun. Yeah. I took now I took my backup gun that's appendix off because I knew that that probably wasn't going <laughs> to work out. Right. Okay. On your weight belt. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'll get with Dave White on I was going to say, tech NSR. Yeah. Can you guys yeah. make a clip for my holster for my weight belt? For my weight belt? Yeah. yeah. It's be some big loops. Yeah, you can start training in the gym, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if the gyms would allow it. But. Jay, the, the nightmare, was the first one I had that deadlifted with a gun. It's the first guy I think I've ever coached that deadlifted while wearing a, a firearm. A side, a side arm? Yep. What do you, what do you have? What, what was he wearing? What's yeah? Did you wear it while deadlifting? Oh, okay, I remember. There, there's been times I coached you that you set it right next to you. I remember. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You're warm. Yeah, you're warm too. So what's so. what's your nugget that you're taking away from this? Um, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was, and I need to be hitting the weights more because I was, I would always slack off and not feel like doing it because I didn't think that I could I didn't think I could lift as much weight as I wanted to so I just right. wouldn't do it at all okay. I guess and so I found out I'm a lot stronger than I think I am and I need to just stick with it something that you're going to implement into your yep. your regime now very cool and eat more and yeah. eat more he's <laughs> gaining about 40 pounds who's up who's you know, we talk we talk a little bit about uh, about feelings when you when you train the difference between training and exercise Jared, we'll get Jared last. Calvin, okay, we'll get Jared last. Calvin, get ready. We, uh, oh, Calvin, can I talk about the difference between training and exercise? You know, exercise, exercise values feelings. 
You know, exercise is about the way you feel today. It's yeah. about getting hot and sweaty. Exercise is about going out. You you know, the exercise is about the people that get up and jog five miles every day and so they feel better. Or they go to the gym to check it off a list. And so one, one of the most important things I think we teach is that training doesn't care about your feelings. Like we, I mean, it's like, fuck your feelings. We yeah. don't care. And uh, we're going to train because it's training. And so if exercise training is has about, a goal. Training's got a goal, man. We look at it. We look like, what are we trying to do out here? Today is one step in what we're trying to get out there. Yeah. And exercise is about the way I feel today. And, and let me just killing time. Yeah, I mean, look, man, exercise is better than not doing anything. Got an extra thirty minutes. We're gonna hit the treadmill. That's yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Right. And is that better than doing nothing? Yeah, yeah of course it yeah. is. And exercise a lot of time leads people eventually into training. So I don't, I don't want to like really talk about how exercise sucks. Cause it's it's fine. Well, it, it's it's a it's an integral part of it of training. Yeah. Exercise is people that are going to the range to just do target practice. That's ex- that's exercise, and it's not the same thing as training, right? We're not training to fight. We're not training to be ready for a fight when we just go try to hit the center of the bullseye. It's not the same thing. All right. And and really, fitness is the same thing, right? So we, we can get on a treadmill, we can run, we can get hot and sweaty, we can go do CrossFit, we can do random stuff all the time. But until we actually have a goal, until we have a program to get to that goal, that's when we train. And when you decide to train, it doesn't really matter how you feel. Uh, it doesn't matter if you don't feel very good. It doesn't matter if something kind of hurts. It doesn't matter if you're achy. And we kind of went through some of that stuff today, and we'll go through more tomorrow about, like, when is it okay to actually not train? And, and you'll be surprised at how few things actually occur that makes it not okay to train. Right. Now, you're running fever. You know, you got the flu. <laughs> you can't train. Stay out of the gym. Yeah, but there's a the, – yeah. I mean, there's not very many things. You know, like, you, you injure – you break your wrist. Can you train? Yes. Sure. Can you bench press? Probably not. (laughs) Can you squat? Yes. Right? I mean, I I saw, you know, I've seen lots of guys. I've seen guys that tore biceps and figured out how to deadlift. I watched a guy that deadlifted, tore a bicep, and deadlifted. He he built a strap out of a seat belt. Where there's a wheel. And attached it (laughs) to the barbell on his left side where he tore his his bicep, wrapped it around his neck, and held it it with his right hand. That's dedication, I mean, that's because he said, look, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit around and do nothing. Right. So we, you know, that's the diff- that's the difference between people who train and people who exercise. Yeah. Calvin, the- sir. Oh wait, step up to the mic. Yeah, Hello. The mic. In- introduce yourself to uh, the leadheads and to the student of the guns. Hey guys, I'm Calvin. Uh, I work here at Tactical Response, and as Mr. Matt says, I'm the last guy on the cadre who is. Yeah. And by listening to his voice. <laughs> What, what did you think? He's like a Southern Georgian kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, he big is, white dude. Yeah, yeah. got a got a big dip in his mouth. Calvin, you know, <laughs> Calvin <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> he in <Nice>. fact, <laughs> he in fact is Asian. He's an Asian dude. <laughs> I'm further south than less less the uh, east. Less east. Less <laughs> east. <laughs> so the Facebook people can see what we're talking about. It's hilarious, but. All right, so what uh, what did you gain from the class? Oh today, man, I got, I got. Have you a, done this course before, by the no, way? No, I haven't. That's uh, your first time. I took the abridged, I guess, abridged version. Yeah, sure. Abridged version. We did a tester with just yeah. the staff. It was a couple, couple years ago. Yeah, it's been for a just four or five hours. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. Um, uh, thank you, Mr. Matt, again, Thanks, dude. round two. Uh, it was. It was. Um, the first time it was like, oh damn, all these things like there's there's you know form in this shit. So <laughs> you know. It's typical. Uh, Actually, I, some thought goes into it, right? Yeah, there's you know, there's a lot of a lot of thinking, a lot of science behind it, as they say. It's not just bro science, right? Um, so uh, uh, I wasn't on a program um, way back. I've never been on programs. Like I just do stuff. 
I don't I know I know you I exercise know. yeah I exercise you yeah. just exercise I just exercise and do stuff and then um uh, but uh then realized I was also doing it wrong like mm-hmm. uh, just like physically sure. like you know um and every now and then I tweak something like my back or never tweaked my knee in uh lifting heavy stuff you're um, lucky all right yeah uh, and then um but then uh took that four hour seminar and I was like oh shit you know there's there's a method to the madness uh, I read uh Ripto's book uh years ago because uh, james recommended it and uh but then we were putting it all together like like this is uh how it is in words and this is how we're doing it yeah so um, it's all coming together from the class today yep, right it's all coming together and this and class gonna... really ties it in it really really ties it in uh especially all the uh the biomechanics stuff what you need to do in order for you to to do to do things properly uh and efficiently which right is, which is good stuff now you're gonna go get certified now right <laughs> what? Yeah. Nine hundred, nine hundred bucks, five percent pass rate. Yeah, nine hundred bucks. Matt Here needs is. an Asian in, on his staff. That's so true. That's true. Actually, we got, we got a guy that fought, just passed in Singapore. Did you? We really? have our first oh, right. training coach in Singapore. We got one in Seoul, Korea, and one in Singapore now. Says uh, two Asians check on the list. Two tokens. Yeah, there you go. How's, you your, how's your audience in Singapore? We got a lot of viewers. I do and, have. I do have. Yeah, I'm in. Right. A, we're in a hundred and twenty-three cool. countries. We, we've got a great coach in Seoul, Korea. Uh, Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim. Yep. Not They're all surprised. Of Kim. course. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of my guy Why in not? Singapore and a dude in Singapore. Same Sean. Do you have a guy Sean? in Kazakhstan? That's what I want. Kazakhstan. Is there, is there a we, guy in Kazakhstan? We in I fact, do believe there's in fact, one in, in do Kazakhstan. Not. Oh, yeah. you've got a listener. We do not have a he, coach. Do you have a listener in Kazakhstan? Yeah. He's the only uh, one with internet. Listen, you know, well, maybe he could know, be the coach. True, I don't know if he's still there. True story. Borat showed up at Ripito's gym, and Ripito was supposed to be in that movie. Really? No way. Yeah, and Ripto kicked him out of his gym. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, Ripto didn't know what it was. He came in and said, you know, uh, hey, we want to film. We get this guy from out of town. Or like, he just wants to get a training session. Knew. And he was wearing, like, you know, one of those, one those, those unita- leotards, the unitards with the balls with the hot dog out. swing. <laughs> the hot dog swing the pubes everywhere, yeah. That would have uh, been awesome. And Ripito didn't put up with shit. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> he kicked him out and lost it. He didn't have, I mean, he had no idea. That, you know, they showed up movie oh set gosh, and all this stuff. Huge. And he's like, what in the hell's going on? And he, he kicked him out of his gym. <laughs> so he found yeah. another one, Globo Gym. Yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to be at uh, Ripito's gym. Anybody else? Anybody else? So I want to see, Kay- so we got Kayla's taking this class. She took it last time. So I okay. f- get a female perspective here. Yeah, absolutely. So step up, Kayla. Jaeger's. It's her it's favorite Jager's daughter. Second favorite daughter. Second favorite. No, I'm the favorite. It's oh, okay. On Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you put those Not on. What he said. I don't know. So we got a, so Jaeger's daughter took this uh, last time, right? I so did. in September. So you want to walk through uh, what that was like for you? Um, I went in just looking to get strong and fitter. Sure. And uh, the highlight of the class for me was deadlifting over. 200 pounds. I did lift yeah. 205 pounds for Look three. Look at you go, girl. Woo! I was pretty excited nice. about that. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I got a lot deeper in my squat. <laughs> so yeah. building that booty So you up. started in September. I did. Right. Are, how are how you much on the had program? you done? Yeah, I mean, like, so one of the things I'm interested in is to talk about is how much had you done going into the class? I mean, you were a relative beginner. We there we go. We got a, we got a new guest. New guest on the show. Superstar here. Yeah, and I mean, how, how, uh-oh, and we're out. <laughs> she smelled the bourbon on her That's breath. That's what it was. So, you know, you what was, that, what was the class like for a female coming into a class that, that's, that's, I mean, we, we've had a bunch of females come through the class, but it's obviously a predominantly male class. Right. I'd, I'd never really lifted before. Like sure. I worked with Heather a little bit before the class, but I felt very competent 
leaving knowing that I wasn't going to hurt myself. True. And uh, the weirdest thing for me uh, was when I went back to Georgia and went to a CrossFit gym and started doing it and just got a bunch of funny looks. Sure. Because uh, I wasn't like jerking stuff around. Sure. I was just picking heavy stuff up. Yeah. Correctly. <laughs> Correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And you had just had a baby. <clears throat> Pretty recently. Yeah. Um, I had two babies back to back. I was pregnant for like two years. Is that one of your babies that was right there? <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. that was crying. That's yeah, my yeah. daughter, Emmeline. Uh, she's a little camera shy. She's one. Um, so she was. She's she wasn't quite one in September when I yep. took the class. Uh, so she's getting back adorable. into that, and then I'm trying to get back on the program. I just started nursing school. Yep. And that's going to allow me to set another schedule to where I can get in the gym every day. Sure. So because that it, it felt really good. Like that was something that I enjoyed doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. And could continue doing oh, forever. Sure. You're probably fairly intimidated going into the class, right? Was it intimidating when you got there? I mean, was the what was it like as far as, I mean, for real, I mean, mm-hmm. don't blow smoke up my butt. It's just one of those deals where it's like, okay. Jaeger's daughter. She weren't scared. Well, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, you're, you know, but yeah, I mean, but you know, you're, you're a female taking a class with a bunch of dudes. It's like, and it's a fitness class. And like, what was that like? And then what is it? How did it feel, you know, on a, on a kind of day to day or even like hour by hour basis for you going like, okay. Um, I don't really know what to expect. Like, what's this going to look like for you? And then, and then, how, what was it like? I went into the class with an extremely open mind, and I don't know if it was just because we had such a great group. Sure. Um, but it wasn't really that intimidating. Sure. Um, no, like lifting heavy stuff in front of a bunch of people in general is intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, I hope I don't fart. Like, <laughs> 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 all right, the truth comes out. That was running. Through my mind all finally, day today. Finally some yeah. transparency. I was like, I hope I don't sharp my pants. <laughs> like, especially being a chick. Like, we don't do that. So Yeah. You could shart and we'd laugh. If she sharted, you'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> right. The, the chick sharted. So, oh, so that that's what I wanted to avoid that. And we had Mexican for lunch, too. <laughs> yeah. Um but it was it was great. And then uh going I think because we did everything so well and everybody meshed and supported each other so well. That's the show. Like man. the hardest part was going into a like a gym. Sure. Gym, not the shop gym. Yeah, where, sure. Um it was less and, supportive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, having to ask somebody, like some random stranger to spot me on my bench, I'm like, he's gonna look at me like I'm ret- like I'm a girl <laughs> right, asking right, him sure. to spot me on my bench. Like but uh I've it but you great. went in. You went into the gym with more confidence, didn't you? Uh, no, I felt like I was going to throw up the first time I went into the gym. You really? <laughs> it was a CrossFit gym on uh-huh. an CrossFit. army base. CrossFit. On an CrossFit. army base, so everybody in there was like super fit, and like the girls are in there wearing. They have little, shirts on. Uh, not, booty shorts, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have shirts. Like, and I'm in there like long socks, neon yeah. shoes. Like, okay. Right. Did they <laughs> throw, did they throw the weights on the floor and yell at them? No, the, uh, but I didn't go into the weightlifting part oh, of it because yeah. uh, there was just it was full of dudes. So I <laughs> Throwing stayed, weights on the floor and yelling yeah, at them. Yeah. I stayed in the main part, um, but I mean everybody was great about it, mm-hmm. uh, and I did have somebody compliment me on my form on my deadlift. So nice. that was wow, nice. very yeah. good. Awesome. Did you do curls? No. He's not taught us how to do curls yet. <laughs> Nobody does curls. Yeah. We're not allowed to do curls yet. Yeah. He hasn't taught us. No, I don't think anybody's allowed to do curls. So. Not in CrossFit for sure. They, don't, no. they never do curls. <laughs> right. I went in a CrossFit gym not too long ago. At the end, I, I was like, I'm going to knock out some curls. Knock out some curls. And yeah. the owner walked over to me and said, you're the first dude to ever do curls in this CrossFit gym. <laughs> <laughs> the curls aren't that cool. They had I'm, no not telling, just I'm not for telling you. you to do curls. Yeah. I just I was doing them at the end of my workout. Right. Just if you need to find a wife, though, yeah. that's that's how yeah. you do it. Man. You got to bro find, out. Yeah. You got to bro out a little bit. That's how I found mine. <laughs> just, just bam. Yeah. 
curls and tanning beds. <laughs> yeah, and Just then like, like getting arms. over a hun- uh, after I started the program, I got up to over a hundred on my bench press that's, and like almost. Uh, I think I did eighty on my overhead press. That's that's so. actually really strong. Tri- triple digit bench press for girls. Solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, in spite of the Especially numbers, since I, you just started in September. Yeah, and had a baby, you know, within a yeah. year, and so and that's, started that's a, nursing school. And, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. So, congratulations. That's, that's really good. Thank you. Yeah. So, awesome. you, so, um, so your your goal is you've got a goal, right? That you're mm-hmm. that you're wanting to accomplish. Mm-hmm. What's the what's your time frame on reaching your goal? Um, one, uh, just because I'm having to start over, uh, since I was working two full time jobs when we first got here. So I'm like resetting everything. Mm-hmm. It'll probably take me until the middle of the year to hit where I want to hit. Cause I want to get okay. up to like a 300 pound squat and get back to uh, June, tomorrow, June, June, July, yeah. July, July 4th. Yeah. Cause I, uh, okay. I was America putting, day. We should do like putting, a July 4th PR day well, in Camden. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come here for July 4th. We should like just do a follow with everybody. Public release. That'd be awesome. At, or a, press a huge PR press release. That'd be, yeah. That'd be awesome. No, what PR for the audience? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> PR is not press release. They think the audience. Sorry, you're going to do a press PR release? is in fact a what we call a personal record, which is there the thing you that go. Personal record. record. That's like, the thing that drives everything. Public relations. We, so here, yeah. So so the thing that drives everything we do in strength is is the PR, the personal record. So we we don't care what other people do. We celebrate personal records, which means if you bench press 500 pounds, we celebrate it like crazy. But if you bench press 85 pounds. And that's your personal record. We also celebrate it like crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We celebrate PR. So, like, we, we don't care how weak you are or how strong you are. You know, I've, I've done this for almost 25 years. I've seen you cannot impress me with your strength. But so I get excited for PR. <laughs> so don't even try. Well, like, I mean, Does the celebration involve bourbon? Um, usually afterwards. <laughs> nice. So, so I'm setting my goal at 85 first. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we'll just work it up. It was a, there's actually a funny. The, the best Olympic weightlifter of all time. His name is Vasily Alexiev. He was, Russian, he was, surprisingly enough, Soviet, yeah, right? Yeah. What? Dude in the seventies, and uh, he was paid five thousand dollars for every world record he set. He set. So he was notorious for setting point five kilogram. <laughs> Smart dude. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. communist, man. He's one of the only cap- one of the only capitalists in that entire country. Right? It's like, look, I'm just gonna get so the problem was for Vasily, the guy probably could have set records that to even today are out of the guy set records that today are still phenomenal. I mean Is, was he the guy on the wide wide world of sports? Yeah, that was the guy. That was right? him. Yeah, I, the, I, the I big, grew up watching that. He had a dude. red he had a big yeah, red, the red, uh, the red wrestling singlet, right? So the red wrestling singlet. Yeah, in that in that day, there were three dudes. Uh, American was Ken Patera, who became a, a WWF Sounds wrestler. Familiar, yeah. Ken, Kenny Patera, he's dead now. And uh, Belgium had a guy. Uh, uh, God damn it, what was his name? Oh, he got three. There were three guys that that pressed that strict pressed five hundred pounds over five hundred pounds five hundred five five hundred two five hundred five. I mean, think about that. You guys watch the press day. You you think about how. Probably no one that's watching this right now has seen a 500-pound bench press. And I'm talking about a 500-pound... person, no. I'm talking about a 500-pound clean and strict military press. Straight Holy over your crap. crap. That's incredible. Three, three men in the history of the world have, have done that. So, um, and you're man, one of them. I'm not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> My best press is 315, which is pretty solid, but you know when I watch those guys, it makes me feel like pussy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those... It's, it is what but it you is. you tore your peck, like... I've torn both packs. So, I've torn a lot yeah. of stuff. Don't we don't tell that story? Yeah. <laughs> it makes it's too me painful bit, to talk about. No, yeah, yeah. no, I've torn, we're not going to talk about it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one of those things too. I, Jaeger was talking about this this morning at breakfast. Is that 
when people come to me, they are weak and unhealthy. And I get them strong and healthy. And then I sit down and we have a talk. I say, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to get stronger and also slightly unhealthy? Because at some point you are strong enough. You get, you actually can get to a level where you're strong enough, and that's totally cool. And if you say, you know what, I'm strong enough, I just want to maintain my strength, I want to train for being harder to kill, I want to get more conditioned, I want to lose some weight, I want to get leaner, that's totally fine. I'm not going to judge you at all. What will happen to a lot of people is they go, yeah, I really like being strong. <laughs> yeah. And I think I'd like to get a little bit stronger. And I'm willing to actually sacrifice safety on someone. Like, I think everybody's logical enough to understand that, like, you can squat – 400 pounds and be totally safe but you can't squat 700 pounds and be safe Mm -mm. so at the time that i mean look at the time that you squat 700 400 pounds you and i if you're my client i'm going to sit down and we're going to have a talk and say look you're look you're squatting 400 pounds you're deadlifting 500 pounds and every human male on earth adult human male can press 200 pounds bench press 300 pounds squat 400 pounds deadlift 500 pounds that is, that is a goal that every every human adult male can and should shoot for without using drugs, without like a normal human being can do that. If they train consistently, they can do that. And at that point, they can say, I'm really, really strong. And then you have to make a decision. You say, like, am I strong enough? Do I want to maintain that strength? And do I just want to keep getting in better shape? Do I want to lose some fat? Do I want to train other things? Do I want to like whatever? Do I want to do some mud right. runs? Do I want to do some Spartan races? Do I want to do that kind of stuff? And that's totally cool. But if you say, I want to keep getting stronger then we actually push the pendulum back to slightly less healthy mm-hmm. because now you start to risk injury at that point. So, right. you know, and that's okay. There's also another, like no one would look at like NFL football players, the playoffs are going on right now and would say for an NFL football player that that's, that's healthy. It's not. Is it safe? No, it's not safe. But those guys are making 15, 20 million dollars a year. So we they say like that's, yeah. that's okay. There's an incentive there. And right. So you got to pay off for, for doing that. Yeah, safety could Let's, be uh, theoretically and that, overrated. Real quick though, yeah, yeah, like the girls like that worry about looking like they done steroids and stuff like Sure. That almost like gyps people of the dedication it, it that does. they put into it. Sure. Like you are not going to go into the gym and look like the women that you see in the fitness that's competitions. Exactly right. Sure. And if you start getting bulkier than you want, like, you can hop off the train at any time. You're not going to wake up one day and be a 260-pound <gasps> oh, yeah. linebacker. Like, oh, no, I have uh, muscles. Right. <laughs> so, you know, there's t- there's two things there. So, when I get females that say, like, and we hear that, I mean, I literally hear That's it every That's an day. excuse. Yeah. yeah Female says, excuse. I don't want to get too bulky. Well, but a lot of them actually believe that it's going to happen. They don't, like, realize the dedication and strict. That it takes. <laughs> they think yeah. if they lift a weight, they're just going to get. Right. They're going to get man yeah, so, body tomorrow yeah. morning. So the first thing you do, the, like the, one man. of the best things you can do. I think is that's you, their excuse not to do it. It is. But, and, but I mean, I think some of them actually think it. Mm-hmm. So I've taken women to a, a university gym, a bunch of college dudes, who are all trying to get bulky. Right. And you say, look at these guys. <laughs> They're all 155 pounds. They're trying to get bulky. Not working. It's not working. And believe it or not, they actually have more testosterone in their system than you do. Than the female does. Mm-hmm. And they have the ability hormonally to get bulky and you do not, right? So when a, when a woman gets bulky, there's only two options. There's two ways that a woman can get bulky. One, she started fat, like significantly fat. You didn't realize that you didn't know her when she weighed, when she weighed 280. And now she weighs 230 and she's bulky. But she looks a hell of a lot better than she did at 280. Sure. But you see her at 230 and you didn't know her at 280 and you go, man, she's bulky. She lifts, and she lifts weights. 
And she is bulky, but she started at 280. Mm -hmm. Or two, she used steroids. And the reality is is that the vast majority of girls you see on TV, and all of them in bodybuilding, 100% of the girls in bodybuilding use steroids. Most of the women in figure and CrossFit, like on TV, Mm -hmm. are using performance-enhancing drugs. And so they see those girls who say, I don't use performance-enhancing drugs. But they do. And they go, well, th- she told me she didn't use performance-enhancing drugs and she's bulky. And I don't want to look like her. She's too muscular. She used performance-enhancing drugs. And so, it, you know, for girls, it is nearly impossible for a female to become bulky because a female doesn't have testosterone in her system. Mm-hmm. And so what, what happens, amazingly enough, is that when a girl who especially has done very lightweight, high reps, 15 reps, 20 reps, aerobics, yoga, cardio, and stops doing those things and starts strength training, starts doing things like sets of five and sets of three that are heavy, is that her body responds the way she always wanted it to respond to the other stuff. Mm-hmm. She gets not bulky, she gets toned, toned. which like the, the scientific word for that is actually tonus, which actually means that the muscles harden. They actually become more dense, not bigger, mm-hmm. dense, which means that like there's very thin skin on top of very hard muscle. It's very dense, and that and that's all they have the ability to do from a hormonal perspective. And outside of the fact that they're taking exogenous, which means hormones outside the system, they're not able to get any bigger than that. Outside of the fact that they weighed three hundred pounds when they started, right? Which is which is fairly rare. Let's let's get into uh, some some of the panel. Some, some Q's and A's. He's do the Matt and James yeah. on our panel. Grandbabies. All right. The grandbabies. Yeah, the grandbabies are here. They went upstairs. <laughs> we'll do the uh, the Matt and Paul panel. That's fine. Jared. Jared, get over here. Jared. What do we got? I'm glad you came over. Yeah. But but before we do, Jared, let's hear your uh, take on today. Because you were, like, just showing everybody up today. I think Jared, Jared won the strongest lifter of the day. He did. Yeah, I was strong. Actually, this is important. I think this is an important conversation to have. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thanks for being on. We were, we were talking about Thanks this. Thanks for sharing. So Jared is. Uh, I don't know how these things work. I've never. How do these things I don't work? know what to do with my hands. Jared's uh, the producer, not the star. Is that what? <laughs> he wears headphones. Yeah, he knows how they go. <laughs> yeah, he's a. I'm Jared Marble. I'm the producer and digital mastermind. Also Actually, known I just got a promotion. I'm the COO of Student of the Gun. Little fedor. <laughs> yeah, little fedor. MMA, little fedor. not like a hat. No, <laughs> like like the fighter, little fedor. <laughs> Fedor. Yeah. I say it wrong. Fedor. Do, do you need Fedor. to shorten it, Alex? Because he's, he's like, or did it go? No, she's probably going to moderate. So let's, little, real quick, uh, let's have this conversation before we get into it. All right. All right. We got 20% battery strength. Okay. okay. Strong, strongest man of the day. Yeah. I mean, so I think, I think we have to. <laughs> I think Matt is that. Well, I no, I, I didn't, I didn't lift today, but I, I, this is, so there's an important point that needs to be made that I think that, that you're going to ask this question tomorrow. I, I saw this coming, which is, first off, why don't you tell us how you've trained or how you've exercised or what, are, what have you done physically going into today? Physically going into today, I've done no heavy strength training. Okay. I've done kettlebells. Um, I've done some tor- type of martial arts since I was five years old. Yep. Um, so it's basically been, I don't want to say functional fitness, but that's what people are going to know. Yeah, I understand. I mean. So that type of thing, um, kettlebells, 
um, sparring, body weight exercise, circuit training, circuit training, yeah. high intensity, burnout training. stuff, yeah. conditioning stuff, right? Uh, and never so, lifted heavy, which is fine. And so the the reality is, is that you were out of a class of what fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. you're the strongest guy there, right? So, so the most do we go pound for pound on that? Or? <laughs> well, I mean, not for, but not but, pound for pound, right? Okay. So you're right. So, but so just kidding. Um, go ahead. The the question is, I'm going to ask. Is, I'm going to ask for you is, are you strong? That's a weird question to ask, right? Because because we have to have a standard for what is strong, right? And so you're you're around a bunch of mostly mostly guys. Who the strongest guys there today squatted somewhere like in the low two hundreds, right? And you squatted a little heavier than that, and they deadlifted in the low to mid three hundreds, and you deadlifted four oh five, right? With ease, and with ease, right? Could have gone higher. And the question is, is that is that strong, right? And and so, I mean, I don't know. Like that, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, it's a, that's it's a relative. Great, it's a, I have right? no clue. Wouldn't it is certainly rough. So relative to the class. It's strong. Relative to your size yeah, and weight. Right. Right. Relative to my 40-year-old wife, it's not that strong. Age. Yeah. Which which is an important, I mean, it's important. And I'm not saying yeah. that to embarrass you. The reality is, is that you actually could probably continue to train like you are and could say, I'm, I'm strong enough to handle anything that life generally throws at me and I'll be fine. And if you asked me that and I was totally honest, I would say, yep, you're probably just fine. Uh, but you're not ever going to be any stronger than you are right now, right? You could maintain a strength level of a mid-200 squat and a low 400s deadlift to mid-400 deadlift, uh, which is decently strong training like you are. But you could also get phenomenally stronger training less. Um, and, and that's a decision you're going to have to make, right? So... If you were at a table right now with instead of four, three podcast hosts and you were with four professional powerlifters, you'd be like, I'm not very strong. Yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. the weakest man at the table. Yeah, and, you know, I get it. So um, so that's a question that everybody has to ask. I don't have that. I don't I actually don't have the answer. I mean, the answer is like, when do you think you're strong enough? All right, and I can give you really, you know, personal. I, yeah, goal. we, we talked earlier. I mean, I, again, I, I think that a really good goal. That's just an extremely like blanketed, bigoted sort of goal is a 200 pound press, 300 pound bench press, 400 pound squat, 500 pound deadlift. Any adult male can do that, right? By the way, Mark Ribito says adult males weigh over 200 pounds. Adult males? Yeah. If you weigh under 200 pounds, I'm an adult male. you are in fact not an adult male. I must be an infant. <laughs> you, are a, you are a, pre, you are a pre-pubescent male. <laughs> So, so thanks, Ripito. Are, are you finished with your? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm just. I, I think it's an important point to be made. So you know, yeah, I, I think it's a good are, point yeah. for people who are are watching or listening to this thing who are not interested, in, not not into the fitness world at all. They would probably go like, "That's pretty damn strong." And you're right, compared to the average dude, you are pretty strong. Like I was, imp- I'm, I don't want to come across and be like, "I'm not impressed with your strength." Based on the type of work you've done, I am very impressed with the level of strength you have. And, and so a point needs to be made that any amount of training you do, even non-strength training, makes you stronger for a time. But there's a lot of diminishing returns. Right, yeah, that diminishing returns. That's exactly right. Yeah, so, like, if you've done about. nothing and you start, you decide, like, I don't know how to lose weight, I want to lose weight, and you start riding your bike every day, and you ride your bike a couple miles every day, in a month, your legs are actually stronger. Mm-hmm. And so if you ride your bike for 
this, you know, for another couple miles for the second month, are your legs stronger? Not any more stronger than they were on day 30. Yeah. It's, it's like, the, it's like the, so there's the, a great maybe uh, example to use is tanning. If you go, if you decide like, hey, I'm going to go on vacation this summer, I'm going to tan, I'm going to tan 15 minutes a day. And you, so for the whole month of February, you tan 15 minutes a day. At the end of February, you're significantly tanner than you were on February 1st. Mm-hmm. And in the entire month of March, you said, I'm going to keep tanning 15 minutes a day so I can get more tan. How much more tan are you at the last day of March than you were on the last day of February? None. Did you because read your body, hour body? Right. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, I just wondered. Was that in Tim Ferriss's book? Something like that. 15 yeah. minutes of you tanning. Just, and... He just quoted that on the show Damn last it. week. I'm pretty really? sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, actually, that wasn't, it was in, a, it it was wasn't a, that analogy. Off, let's be clear that yeah. Ferriss stole that from me. <laughs> I didn't say that Ferriss. <laughs> <laughs> asshole's been stealing stuff from me for years. No, you said <laughs> diminishing returns, and you said no, no, he, 15, he, you said 15 yeah. minutes on the show. You said any more than yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, but that's the minimum effective dose. He's Minimum effective Yeah, which is also, I mean, I think minimum effective dose is an important thing to talk about as well, right? So. We want to do a minimum effective dose, but we also want to continue make progress. Sure. And so if I do 15 minutes a day of tanning, which is a maybe a minimum effective dose for, say, the month of February, mm-hmm. I'm going to be tanner in the month of March. But if I do 15 minutes of tanning a day in March, I'm not going to be any tanner than I was at the end of February mm-hmm. because my body has already adapted to 15 minutes of tanning a day. So if you're training right now with a kind of standard high-intensity conditioning, burnout sets of squats at 135, you know, things like that, like you have developed a level of base strength that will stay for all eternity as long as you continue to do that. But the question is, can you get stronger that way? And the, and the answer is probably no. To a certain extent. Right? Like you, yeah. Well, you get stronger that way till the point that he's at right now. Until you can't. So it looks to me like that style of training for you mm-hmm. is going to peak you out at about a 250 squat and a 425, 435 deadlift. Which may be strong enough for you. You might be able to go like, hey, that's I'm okay with that. I'm putting right? 450 on you, brother. Yeah, you probably could do somewhere in that ballpark. So the question is like, how are you going to squat 350 and deadlift 500? Yeah, exactly. I, I will tell you this, that actually I have two thoughts. The first thought is that I, I had a coach in Ohio. His name is Sean Saylor. And he had, did he develop the conjugate method or was that Louis? Louis Simmons. Simmons. Yes, Louis, it was actually, so he, he, Louis Simmons yeah, was Louis his Simmons. his he, rabbi. He taught me the conjugate method okay, of training. That's great. So I've been doing that, but I haven't been adding strength training specifically okay. into it. Now, if I would have, and I've done several professional martial art fights, I believe that if I would have put strength training, the four core lifts, into my um, regimen, mm-hmm. then I would have won the last probably two fights. Instead of going to decision and losing to Louisiana right. judges, yeah, Quentin, Quentin, if you're yeah. watching, yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, that's so. So for those of you guys that hear conjugate training, that's a Louis Simmons is the is the godfather of of powerlifting. Uh, he's Louis probably sixty five or sixty six now. Lives in Columbus, Ohio, which is kind of a hotbed of powerlifting. He actually he was the first guy to read uh, translated Soviet materials post fall of the soviet union hmm. uh early 90s uh the soviets were phenomenally ahead of us in sport um we talked about this a little bit today that communism right. while a unbelievably horrible government system <laughs> it was a good motivator it's for, good for power it's an incredible <laughs> motivator for athletes right? Right. it's a incredible motivator when there is no wealth uh that if you don't hit the deadlift today that your family's out on the street yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Kill so your it's brother. A, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, right. We murder someone. And so uh, it makes good athletes. So uh, they developed the conjugate system, which t- which is, for, you know, it sounds like a crazy word. I'll, I'll make it real simple. Their system that what they did is they actually, they worked all aspects of fitness at the same time. That's what they did. Um, that's what Louis's version of the conjugate system is called. So basically he, he trained for strength. He trained for speed. He trained for conditioning. He trained for mobility. He trained right. for power. He trained all those things at the same time. And I actually do think that can be done, but I only think that can be done by an intermediate lifter, by someone who's kind of in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you think about like in the grand scheme of things, like if a novice is only going to train for strength and if strength training alone makes you better at everything. Right. You can get to a point where strength training alone doesn't make you better for everything. And you actually train for everything to get better at everything. And eventually you get to the point where you're kind of like 70% good at everything. And then you have to choose. Mm-hmm. What am I going to specialize in? Am I going to be a marathon runner? Am I going to be a power lifter? And you're not going to get any better until you specialize. So, so really what you've done is you've kind of gone like, I'm going to kind of train for everything. And you probably are in pretty good shape. You could probably go out and run a mile in a decent time. You're decently strong. And that's not a bad place to be. That's actually like a phenomenal foundation of a place to be. So you're actually in a good spot right now where you could go like, hey, do I want to just get stronger? Well, now he can specialize in which well, direction he wants or to Or do go. I just want to do I want to go do, you know, Spartan races? Do I just want to like you you could actually choose right now. Like what is the fitness ability that well, you want to gain? Or do I want to punch somebody that makes, face It in? makes sense because he's been doing uh, professional MMA for like six years now. Sure. So an MMA is mixed martial arts. Sure. So you have to be able to, it's like you said, 70% good at anything. You have to be able to grapple. You have to be able to strike. You have to be able to do throws. You know, you have to, and, uh, you know, submissions and all that. So, you know, where a boxer can just just box. Better. But it makes sense. If you you look at, the easiest way to do that is to look at, if you look at professional MMA, what were your rounds? Three minutes or five minutes? Five. Yeah. So you got five minute rounds, three max? Yes. Okay. So you got five minute rounds, three max, right? So let's let's say I mean, there's no way to know that we've got this exact person. So we have somebody that that is exactly the same level of skill as you have in mixed martial arts. The stronger guy wins mm-hmm. every yep. time. Like if the guy is stronger, he can actually be. You know, for those of you guys that have been in like watched mixed martial arts for 20 years, you remember like Tank Abbott. Yeah, right? Tank yeah. Abbott was a monster. Ronda Rousey got. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to talk about Ronda Rousey. We're talking she about Tank Abbott. But think, think about Tank Abbott in the early years. I'm just like, this Tank is more Abbott recent. Tank Abbott is just a super strong bar brawler. Yeah. That's what he, he was. Just he won a lot walks, of fights just because people. he was strong. Not because he had any skill in fighting. No. no he As a matter of fact, the guy had the least amount of skill maybe in the history of of the UFC. The guy Kim, had whole, Kimbo Slice. Okay, yeah. He, Kimbo but Slice. he's another one, right? So yeah, same sort of deal. Yeah. Like, here's a mammoth dude who was insanely strong. So strength a lot of times makes up for bad technique. And I don't think it's an excuse yeah. for bad technique. What's amazing is that when you have strength and good technique, <laughs> right? Like I want to be the dude that has got a pretty good technique, but is way stronger than everybody else yeah. because it makes up for that. And if you look at the, you know, the Americans where we are, we were at our height in Olympic weightlifting, like in the actual Olympics, like the weightlifting that's in the Olympics in the late sixties. Yeah. And our guys didn't have incredible form. But they did have incredible strength. I mean, in 72, they got rid of the press. They stopped doing the. They actually used to do the clean and press. They did the snatch, the clean and jerk, and the clean and press. And they got rid of the press, which the press was really the only lift of those three that were a strength exercise. Everything else was kind of a technique exercise. When they got rid of, when they got rid of the press, we decided in America, specifically in the U.S., to focus solely on technique. 
And so if you go to, I've traveled to other countries doing seminars and stuff, and they say, oh man, the U.S. lifters, they've got the most pretty technique on earth. You know what we're ranked in Olympic weightlifting? Low. 54th. Yeah. Sometimes pretty Low. doesn't win. Pretty never Sometimes wins. Sometimes you got to be ugly. Is that yeah. pretty whenever wins, right? Speaking it's of like, ugly, we're running long here, so. All right. <laughs> and we, diminishing we two, returns here. You got two two episodes worth, don't you? Long uh, diminishing I'm gonna, Part one this and is, part this two. This is the new year. <laughs> Kicking off the new year, we're going to do a two-hour show here, so. Let's do our Q and A. Okay, let's do it. With I'll go the fast. Student of the gun, right, rapid so fire. I'm gonna get off here, so uh, I'm gonna go over to the phone. You gonna run the phones? Yeah. So you guys okay. start asking questions. Okay. All right. Questions. Are they uh, still there? What time is it? Really what time here? is it in Central Time? It's uh, ten. I'm because I'm a tired son gun. Ten o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long day. So let's do about ten minutes of this. Is that? That's cool. I'll got bust enough, it. Got enough for ten minutes? I can rapid fire. Quick, quick answers. <laughs> 14. What do I do to make my penis bigger? Ten. <laughs> is that the is there first an question for that? <laughs> Swedish. The Swedish penis pump. The Swedish. <laughs> Smoking a pancake. <laughs> oh, oh, there my. is no pleasing you. There is no pleasing <laughs> you. My pastor, or my mom is not watching this. <laughs> two, not. two Sorry, most mom. beneficial lifts. What are the two most beneficial lifts? Two. What are the two most beneficial lifts? Uh, squats and deadlifts. If you can only two, that's what you need. And, and it's not just because of the muscle involved. The, the muscle involved in the squat and deadlift are the greatest, but the hormonal response, we haven't even talked about that today. There's a hormonal response that occurs when you do a lift that hard. So you, you, especially as a male, but even, even as a female, but as a male, your body produces more testosterone, more growth hormone out of those lifts. So 40 plus people, they start lifting heavy things. Yeah. You got to look men. If you're, if you're listen, north of 40, Mm-hmm. You have to lift. Yeah, you you guys that have low testosterone need to lift heavy. Low T, baby. Low yeah. What did, what did uh, you know, John say? What's the difference between an eighteen year old man and a forty year old man? Testosterone. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, Mark hey. Schofield says, "Did you have something?" Over hey, Mark. Something hey, Mark. Over? He says, um, "Strength training to help cardiovascular health." So maybe he's asking, "Does yeah, sure. strength training help?" Sure. All right. So let's let's go through two of those. Two of those pieces. So I was breathing hard. Today. If you've if you've ever <laughs> yeah. done a max effort set of five on squats, like if your max effort set of five is a three hundred pound set of five on squats, you should you should do that with a heart monitor sometime. All right, go get a forty dollar fifty dollar polar heart monitor, put it on your chest, do your squats, and see how see what your heart rate goes. Because at the end of a five rep set of squats of the max effort set of squats, your heart rate's going to be one eighty one eighty five. And it, it's hard to get. I didn't it need a heart monitor to tell me that. Mine to know that it was high. Does it work on a yeah. Fitbit? Mine was pumping on the deadlift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, does. it works yeah. on a Fitbit. Yeah, okay. yeah if your Mine Fitbit does. measures your heart rate, you guys. Jared get, does. Yeah. We should have measuring. That, that's a yeah, totally, that's yeah. A, that's a great one. So yeah, it's it, it's great. And then strength training will absolutely make it better. Now, will it make it incredible? No, like it's going to get it to a point that it's an, an intermediate level of cardiovascular fitness, and then you're going to have to do. Cardiovascular cardio. stuff right. to get it there. You're yeah. not saying don't do cardio. Uh, no, just do of course strength. not. Strength strength is the greatest of physical attributes, but it's not the only physical attribute. Right. Next question is from Jason. He says, "When is the next class?" Ah, do you April. Know yeah, April. we usually do them in April. April and September. Yeah, April and September. I don't. By the time I leave here this weekend, the dates will be up for April and September. Okay. So it's somewhere in that ballpark. We usually do mid to late April, and I think early 
So it's usually the weekend after Labor Day. Right. And they go to tacticalresponse.com. And can they go to your site as well and get that? Yeah, so you, I usually have that stuff too, but you can go to tactical response, get the main stuff. And you you talk to Maryland if you want they, a slot. Yep, that's, that's the right. answer. I would recommend going with the, the online training until you can get to the live class. So go to starting yep. strength online, online coaching.com. Yep, that's correct. And get sign up for the online coaching. I learned more in two hours today than I have in 27 years. That's awesome. 35 years here. I get, oh. I get you beat on that. Thank you. All right, Josh Blanchard says, is it possible to train for strength and muscular endurance? Yeah, of course. Again, it's that's an intermediate thing. When yeah. when you're a novice, if you only train for strength, novice me. So we, we define a novice as if you can if you can add weight to the bar every single workout, you're a novice. So if you can like if you can squat 155 pounds for three sets of five on Monday and you can go up to 160 or 165 on Wednesday and go up to 170, 175 on Friday, you're a novice. And so in as a novice, strength training alone will make you better at muscular endurance. Let, 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 me, let me, I can make that real simple, right? So I bench press almost 500 pounds, not bragging, but if we all went, if we all got in a push-up competition right now, who do you think wins? Somebody, Somebody else. Probably not. You don't think you, so? You think you could? Yeah. I think we should test that off. I think I'm real close. No, I, I, well, I mean, I I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm, oh, look, I'm, I'm, two, I'm 280, 285, and I'm, I'm, I can promise you all I can hold my own. I, I'm sure I could sit down and knock out 75 or 80 push-ups, and I'm 280 pounds, so 85. So, so the point is this, is that muscular endurance is still based on strength. Let, let me put it this way. The guy that bench presses 225 or the guy that bench presses 500, which one has the more muscular endurance? Who could do more push-ups? Probably the guy that bench presses 500 pounds. I mean, if he weighs 400 pounds, maybe maybe not, right? right. But in general, that, that helps. Yeah. After the novice, after you are a novice and you become kind of an intermediate lifter, then you have to start training for some muscular endurance, right? If you've got a sport that actually requires muscular endurance, right. then, then what I would do is I would do your strength training and then I would do a drop set, a burnout, like a burnout type set, like yeah. what you do. So drop maybe you do your squat set and then you drop the weight down to 50% of that you go to fatigue. and you do it for as many reps as you can. Just remember, that's going to cause an enormous amount of lactic acid buildup, a waste product, and it's going to take some time to Drink recover a lot from of that. Water, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be able to train two days later and go up. Yeah. Yeah. So. so I just did biceps for the first time. Like I did a targeted exercise of biceps for the first time about uh, Tuesday of this week. And I was just healed before I got healed. Yeah, you're pretty sore. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it, it sucked. But, okay, next question. Uh, this is actually a good question because you hit on something earlier. And I had shoulder surgery on my rotator cuff. Yep. And um, so Robert Ricky says, best exercise or exercises for rehab of a torn rotator. Yeah, that's rotator. a great question. You're, I'm going to surprise you guys. The the military press. Really? And everybody that's got a torn rotator cuff is going to go, I can't military press. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Right. Uh, uh, when you have a, a torn root, which by the way, means you've torn one of the four rotator muscles yeah. or your labrum, which is kind of like a rubber O-ring wa washer at the end of your humerus, at the end of your upper arm. When you've torn one of those, the only way to rehab it is make your shoulder stronger. If you don't do anything, your shoulder gets stronger. So if you military press correctly, which we, we just call the press, and I'll give you real quick, real quick cues. When you military press, those of you guys are watching, your elbows are going to be forward, not out can't chicken wing out your elbows are going to be forward your wrists are going to be straight mm -hmm. you're going to keep it in line with the middle of your foot you're going to try to if you've got whiskers it's going to run through the whiskers of your chin it's going to barely miss the tip of your nose and he says in line with the middle of your foot that's the bar yeah it's the bar the barbell bar. if you dropped a plumb line down the from the barbell it would be directly over the middle of your foot and it's going to get pressed straight up in a straight line at the top you're going to shrug up try to touch your ears with your shoulders 
That's the best thing you can do for your rotator cuff. Um, bench press is by far worse for your rotator cuff than your press. And we, we learned this today. You retract your shoulder blades on the bench press and you keep them retracted. Mm-hmm. And so there is some amount of range of motion loss in your bench press that all of that shoulder blade, that shoulder blade's not allowed to move through a full range of motion on the bench press. And it is allowed to move through a full range of motion on the press. Right. So if you have a torn rotator cuff, you need to get back to a full range of motion. You've got all that scar tissue in there. So you've got to work through it. So. Okay. One more. All right. We got one more here. Um, sorry if I mentioned it earlier. Uh, what are your views on supplements? Uh, simple, right? Supplements. I think the three best supplements you should have: whey protein, which shouldn't be considered a supplement. Whey protein is made from milk. Milk is made of whey protein and casein. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tub it eating her curds and whey. Curds and whey, right? Curds are casein. It's like cottage cheese. Whey is the liquid part of cottage cheese, or also the liquid part of yogurt. Uh, the stuff you see on the top, whey protein, and what they do is they so take. So was them. Little Miss Muffet a powerless? She's jacked, man. Little Miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was Little jacked. Miss, <laughs> Little Miss Jack Muffet. So uh, yeah, just Jack Muffet. Whey like protein for dollar for dollar, calorie for calorie is the best protein you can eat. Whey protein, creatine. Everybody should be on it. There have been millions of studies on creatine. Your mom should be on it. Your grandma should be on it. Your dog should be on creatine. There's no side effects for creatine. <laughs> is there a, is so there a five, real quick on creatine? Because I got a question on creatine, but yep. I'll let you finish that. No, you said one more. This is mine. <laughs> <It's his show. laughs> this is part of his. But when should you take creatine? All the time. There's no. You should okay. never load it. You should never get off. Five milligrams a day, one teaspoon a day, every day, forever, until Jesus comes back. Take creatine. Perfect. And the, the last thing that you really need is, is branched-chain amino acids, BCAAs. BCAAs. You don't even – that's an optional one. Like the first two are absolute 100% 1 and 1A. And then branched-chain amino acids are a thing – If especially if you're dieting and subcaloric between meals, you take branched-chain amino acids, which long story short, amino acids, the leucine and amino acids are the things that make you start protein synthesis. It makes you start building muscle. And so you could actually take a little bit of this stuff. We I get extend – uh, extend uh, from Skyvation or Cyvation, S-C-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. That's the brand that I get. There's lots of great flavors. You put it in a bottle of water, you shake it up, and you drink it between meals, and it keeps you from wasting muscle if you're dieting. It works great. Those are the only three I recommend. There's a, one or two others that aren't really that important, and that's it. Okay. Real food is awesome. Very cool. So, All right. Very good. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for uh, having me, guys. The class has been phenomenal. Awesome. Uh, mind-blowing. Uh, Dude, we still have to know day. that. I've, huh? We still have another day. Tomorrow's tomorrow's more mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow's yeah. gonna pull all this together, and he's gonna it's show us how to implement it. So awesome! Um, thank you guys for setting this up. Thanks for doing the. Uh, Dude, hey, thanks, hey, thanks thank for you for having us. Facebook Live. Should I, should I remind Paul. people what they need to do to hear more from Jared and I? And, and absolutely. You know, well, Check. obviously, Marty has been on Student of the Gun, and we've been on, or, and we've been on talking later. You've been on talking we've, later we've, more we've than I've known, been on Student of the Gun. Well, no, I'm just we've, we've known each other for for years now. Yeah. And uh, but Student of the Gun, the first place to go, just go to studentofthegun.com. It'll lead you to the TV show or the radio show or whatever. Get free online training courses. Yeah, free online training courses. Sweet. All that stuff. And then Matt's going to remind you where you need to go to talk. To yeah, startingstrengthonlinecoaching.com. You can Google Matt Reynolds or startingstrengthonlinecoaching.com. Either one, show up. I'm easy to find. Social media, yeah, What was else. that article you mentioned that everybody needs to read? No, Matt Reynolds. Sure. No, no. Uh, barbell, barbell, barbell safety. safety. Barbell safety. Barbell safety. I wrote an article a few years ago about how to lift safely. So if you, you Google go. Matt Reynolds barbell safety, it'll teach you. If you're like, I'm all by myself. How do I do this? I don't have training partners. I don't have spotters. Barbell Safety, Matt Reynolds, Google. 
it'll spam. it'll pop there up. There you go. There you go, guys. And of course, uh, thanks to James Tactical Response for hosting all of us. Tactical Response. <laughs> Uh, hosting this this gig really appreciate that uh, you guys check them out tacticalresponse.com uh, check out their training courses they've got a lot to offer I yep. think they have a YouTube channel there's a, he, he's got he's got this little small YouTube, a YouTube channel yeah. who's James Eager that's, that's <laughs> not how you know you made it man when you have a YouTube channel that's, is that, that, that's, that's, that's how you know how you and know. then of course thanks to all the Talking Lead sponsors Nordic Components Cobalt Kinetics Frontier Tactical X Steel Targets X Steel Targets Modern Spartan Systems Glock the official carry of left hand Talking Lead but and is, Mookie went to bed. He would Mookie, tell, he would yeah, tell you good night, but he got we talked about him out. Spikes ago. Tactical, uh, they do an awesome job there, and uh, Mookie does just phenomenal with everything that he does. So check him out. He's the Mookie Militia. <laughs> what else does he have? He's got several things. Uh, Spikes Tactical, Ben Mookie Thomas, Mookie, Mookie Militia, Kaka, yeah. BSO Gun Channel. Thanks to Curtis. Uh, without. Uh, You'll tell me about this class. I wouldn't be here. So, there you go. greatly appreciate that. Uh, so, we will be back next week with a whole new show for the the new year. And as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close. Keep your firearms closer. closer. And keep your personal trainer even closer. <laughs> keep your personal trainer even closer. In three, two. And keep your personal. <laughs> in three, two. And keep your, your personal, personal trainer, trainer closer. closer. You're a beginner once. <laughs> and a student. Okay. Or life. life. <laughs> Holy. Good job, man. Holy balls. Thanks, Ash. Yeah, that went like an hour longer than planned. <laughs> what, were t- what were we talking about anyway? What happened? A bourbon? What just happened? I don't even know. Good time. What? We drank a whole bottle of bourbon. This thing is like brand new. Sweet. Holy cow. That's what we do with Tom. <laughs> Yeah, I see. We drink bourbon and talk with it. So